Blog Talk Radio. Reasonable cause for love. Listen, do you hear? 
have come to visit you in peace and with goodwill. We work for a highly funded yet unofficial government agency. Our mission is to monitor extraterrestrial activity on Earth. We are the men in black. You know what the difference is between you and me? I make this look good. Rocking with the best. This is Original Native Radio.com. As you know, tonight's proud sponsor, as always, is Relaxation is the Key.com. Because it is. We got to relax because we want to be healthy, wealthy, and wise. And so, as usual, as usual, we are raising the bar, raising the standard of what we want to accept as optimal information, optimal tips, tools, and techniques. This is not the station where you come to just get talked to or talked at, but to be blessed, to have some information laid on your heart, to have some wisdom laid on your mind, to have some healing put in your wings, and so you can get out there and do something. So you can get out there and improve upon your current situation and the current situation of those around you in your community as well as the world and as well as this particular part of the galaxy. So I want to thank all of you for coming by tonight and rocking with Coach Kyrie and Original Native Radio. So you know how we like to do. Get on your feet and give yourself a round of applause. I've been having people come in lately and say, hey, man, you got one of the most intelligent listening audiences that I've ever been on. So I definitely want to say I couldn't do that by myself because I just do it because I know I want to get the information out there and help as many people as I can, and the airways is one of the ways that we are doing it. We have to take control of our own media. At least we got to contribute. Don't complain. Get in the game. All right. Um, tonight, another proud sponsor for tonight's show is QueenAfua.com. QueenAfua.com. If you don't know, you better ask somebody. She has been doing it for a long, long, long time. Many, many, many jewels have come through her and her personal life experiences and her personal journey. And now tonight, she is live and direct in the building with us to introduce her new book, Man, Heal Thyself. Now, this weekend, Sunday, April the 29th, at the National Black Theater in Harlem. That's on Fifth Avenue, New York, New York. It's going down. My, I'm sorry, it's going up. It's going up like a helium balloon, you know. But they're going to be in there healing people. They're going to be in there with the clay packs. It's, it's, it's going to be action-packed. It's going to be star-studded. But before I just get into all of that, let me bring in my co-hostess with the most. She's my guest. She's my mama. But she's co-hosting tonight. She's riding over in the passenger seat or she's sitting in the back of the limousine. Put your hands together for Miss Queen Afua. Queen, how you doing tonight? Your mic is wide open, calling from the 718. Hello, hello. Calling from the 718. Your mic is wide open. Okay, well, if Queen is on the line, I would love for you to please press 1. And then I have to do the introduction again. Okay, that must be somebody else. I'm also looking for Diana Farr as well, because I got all kind of special guests up in the house tonight. 
uh, calling from the 781-221. Can I get your name and where you calling from tonight? This is Queen of Four. Hey, Mama. How you doing? Everything is well. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Thank you for gracing my airways once again, mm-hmm. once again. I think mm-hmm. me and you the only one who knows that you are almost a regular on Original Native Radio. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good, thanks. A lot of people say, well, we want Queen to come on. I say, Queen's already been on. Y'all got to go check the archives. We're not new to this. We're true to this. <laughs> I love that. It's wonderful. It's real. We've been working before, so we're going to continue to work. Absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. This combination that we're doing now, though, I really feel, and I was talking to your son, Ali, uh, just yesterday about the energy level that I'm picking up. Spirit is really telling me that it's going to be some quantum leaps mm-hmm. and uh, manifestations for yourself, for him, for your organization, for your family. Mm-hmm. And um, I definitely appreciate the opportunity to, to be a part of it. So um, without further ado, because I know you have another call tonight, at seven, I want to go ahead and let's jump right into it. First <laughs> off, how I always like to do is for the extraterrestrials that may be listening who have not heard of Queen Apua. So if there is a 15, 16, 17-year-old youth that may be listening to my call tonight, and as well as some extraterrestrials who do not know who Queen Apua is, could you briefly give me a background of how you would describe yourself? Mm-hmm. and a little bit of your journey and why you felt it necessary to come up, come about with this new masterpiece, Man, Heal Thyself. Well, I would describe myself as um, a mother, a nurturer of our community primarily, and then as a healer, a natural healer. And that whole, the natural healer, I've, my goal is to help to awaken the healer within. So I'm, I help those to awaken to themselves to tap into that healer inside that they may restore themselves holistically, naturally, and not only themselves, but all their relations. I'm an author of um, five books now. Um, the first book was written 20-some years ago. That was Heal Thyself, and that, for health and longevity, that was written for the family. And then there was the second book, which is Sacred Woman, A Guide to Healing the Feminine Body, Mind, and Spirit, based on ancient African principles from the Nile Valley. And then I wrote another book called The City of Wellness, Restoring Your Health with the Seven Kitchens of um, of Medicine, Natural Healing. So those kitchens are, are really states of consciousness based on the seven chakras or the seven arit. And in there, there's over 250 recipes based on food as medicine. Then there, um, the, the next book was Overcoming and Angry Vagina, Journey to Womb Wellness. And that book was written because there's a lot of women in pain who are frightened to death that they're going to have a hysterectomy. So I teach them how to preserve their womb, how to use nature to um, to really prevent the, the fibroid tumors from growing back or the PMS from reoccurring or the menopausal dis, um, distress in the body or the relationships that left a lot of wounds and scars in the, in the soul of a woman. And so that book um, was written for, for those purposes. And then the final book right now is um, very excited. It's going to be launched in New York Sunday, April 29th. There was a, pre- a preliminary launch that was launched a month ago at the, top of, at the end of March, and that was um, in Atlanta, Georgia. And so the media came out for that. So, But I, it's not really officially launched until I launched in my hometown. And so Sunday, April 29th, um, at National Black Theater, um, 
we're going to be launching Man Heal Thyself Journey to Optimal Wellness. And so that's, you know, the books is actually the works. These are from the books I give workshops, classes, seminars, consultations, and products to help to educate. I, and when you said age 17, I, I started at age 17. I was extremely sick, and that's part of my motivation to even say, how can you heal yourself? I was able to really take the responsibility of my health into my own hands. I created my sickness, and I could create my wellness. Uh, according to choices, conscious and unconscious, that was made in my life before I was even born, that created the bodies that we do have. And so we now can change that. We can shift that. We're not a slave to our DNA. And so we now know that we can begin to take that step by getting the book, Man Heal Thyself. I give you a roadmap to wellness as I've given roadmap to the women for wellness. Now we have a text for the men, only written because the men have asked and requested over the years. Mm, absolutely. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Mm-hmm, thank well, you. you and the thing, I love the dates. I was because I've been doing my uh, numbers and you know, mm-hmm. charting my own particular life, uh, coordinating by these sun, moon, and stars, as all wise ancients have. And I said, wow, when I saw the 29th, I said, um, me and Ali were talking last night. He said, this is day one. I mm-hmm. said, well, the day before that is World Tai Chi Day. They're mm. going to be sending the current of chi around the whole planet mm. of peaceful energy. I mm. said, well, that must be sphere zero. Mm. We're going to have it nice and clean up before the queen comes in. You know, if you have a queen, you heard the queen was coming to your house, you would want to tidy up a little bit. So I definitely want to appreciate and give a big shout-out to the World Tai Chi Day that Saturday before. Mm, powerful. That's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a part of our wellness and the synchronicity of it all. Yes. Mm. You were just saying, hey, this is the day I want to do it on. And then all of a sudden, you're going to have all this energy coming from China, coming from Egypt, coming from every every um, every time zone in the United States to bring it right in to New York and say, hey, let's get it started here at, what's that, 3 o'clock at mm-hmm. 3 p.m. Mm-hmm. in New York, yeah. New York. So Absolutely. as well as all the satellite locations. And I mean, this is gonna be this is gonna be fabulous. But I got a surprise for you. I got a surprise All right. for you. All right. Get too much into your story. I want to <laughs> bring in one of our um, super duper exclusive, uh, lovely, lovely fellow acquaintances. And I want all of y'all to put our hands because I I just met her recently. I've been knowing you a little longer than her, and she has already made a big impact in my life. And I said, well, shoot. If this is a circle that Queen is hanging in, I know why she's so fire. She's rolling with this sister right here. I say, well, you know, birds of a feather got to flock together. So, And she's also on the network as well on, on the first Monday night of each month with her Way of the Alchemist program. I want everybody to put their hands together for Miss Diana Fox. <laughs> Diana, how are you doing today? I'm fine, Diana. How are you? Um, it's good to hear her voice. Hi, Queen. Aren't you a uh-huh. surprise? <laughs> this is one. You know, we have we uh, we do a lot. We talk a lot. <laughs> to hear her voice surprise. on the show now is wonderful. It's so good to hear you. Surprise! You. Surprise! Thank you. This is a dream come true. Whistles out the balloon. The is going to be live tonight. Now I got you two live wires on. I know. You know, y'all are all real reserved, and these two 
queens, but they got energy now, ladies and gentlemen. Don't let them fool you. So I got them on the line tonight. Ooh, Diane, I want you to tell me a little bit about what you know about Queen's journey. Give me a little, give me a little brief summary about this special oh. friend of yours. Tell me something about oh, Queen my. I may not know. Oh well, Queen and I are sisters. We go back. We go back um, forty years. How long have we known each other, Queen? You got it. Is From it forty the beginning of my work. And and our yes. history is such that we met in dance class. She was first starting her first her first institution which was Heal Thyself. And um that's when we met. And um we grew up together as healers. What I know about Queen probably that the audience doesn't know can can um Fill volumes, but what I want to share this moment that that I feel most is that Queen kept the faith. It's no easy thing being a healer, and when she came into this work, it was not it was not a part of the popular culture in the way that it is today. And I am a witness to her keeping the faith and being there for the community and. Phenomenal ways under extraordinary circumstances. She really is one of the founders of this work. I mentioned to her the other day my thanks to her for keeping the faith because I went into another direction. I left the the healing community for many years and worked in corporate America as a marketing person in advertising. And I said to her the other day because she kept the faith has allowed me to enter back into this world, into this work, freely and and with ease because I've re, we, I've been been able to maintain a connection to it through her. Um, right now, I, I'm thrilled. Queen is um, under the city of wellness banner, is connecting the dots in the community to create a university where the community will be able to go to and connect with teachers from many different disciplines. And no one in the community is better positioned to do that than she is. It's been phenomenal work. I mean, what she has done, I mean, what the community sees and the truth of what this path has been, because when she started walking on it, there was no path. She had to, she had to build a path and then walk on it for others to follow. And um, I love her dearly. It's it's it is my dearest honor to be to be her sister and friend. Thank you, sister. Oh, I'm so humbled. <laughs> I was going down upon my big sister. I love her. You know, we we're, we're devoted to to each other, and we always think of each other. You know, as we grow. And did you get this? You know about that? You know, yes, we just support yes. each other. So it's just. It's wonderful, you know, to, yeah. and we have history together. So, you know, we have history together, and you can grow together and stick together through the thick and the thin of it, the hurricanes and the storms of life. It's just a blessing. Thank you so much. I love you. Ditto, love. It's, you know, I want to, I want to, uh, Kair, I'd like to share a brief testimony regarding Queen and I that I really think will be of benefit to the community. Please, Queen, please. Uh, along the line of four... For years, I have I have sought to I've been at odds with the healing community, 
because of my Virgo Capricorn sensitivity and structure and and that I'm I'm accustomed to a certain work culture and environment. That's described as professional. Not necessarily what that is, but that's how it's described. And um I've always wanted more more connectivity, more collaboration more flow of energy through the community because in the mainstream, professional courtesy and collaboration and industry standards and finances, these things are a part of the culture of business and they're discussed with great ease, reciprocity flows. And as a healer, part of what I what I so much what I so much experience in the in the healing community is isolation that everyone does everything alone and it's so much work and resources are not utilized in a way that can make this journey much more prolific and abundant for all. And I have I have given I have I have on several occasions attempted to to do several types of collaborations. Queen recently um along with her her latest book, she's spearheading City of Wellness as I mentioned, collecting those dots. And I am giving my full support to that because she's the person in the community that is most positioned to do that, that can galvanize the community in a particular way. And this is a combination of the alchemy and also business practices. The person who gets to run for president is the person that represents and can perpetuate the party's agenda. And the resources are supported, give the support to that individual. And then and then the circle and then in energy flows. What I'm saying here is the less life-affirming side of our culture of humanity, they use the alchemy very effectively. And one of the things is elders that, that um, Queen and I have always been able to do is give our support to one another. And um, and it's and it's and by the way, today Queen went very well. Today went very. It went well. well. <laughs> it went well. Oh, I even asked Linda to do a class. Oh, <gasps> that's fantastic. Real oh, business. Yeah, I've been Kyra all day. I've been talking to people who. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Who are who are oh, going to Queen? Wow. Queen is doing using the learning addicts for those that are familiar with that as a model, mm-hmm. and. It's and the response is just wonderful. So we'll talk afterwards. But oh, this right, is a wonderful. very, very important lesson for the community: connectivity. Absolutely. The mm. divine comes into the world through love and creativity, and we're traumatized in that area, and 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 it inhibits the flow of prosperity and abundance in our community. You know. So yes, it went very wow, well, Queen. Beautiful, yes. beautiful. that. No. <laughs> Well, it sounds like um, the seven principles of Kwanzaa, <laughs> you know, that we are activating um, trust, we're activating working together, and bringing our greatest skills to building our community up. We see other communities building themselves up, and we have our time. But So this is a, to have this now, it's like, man, heal thyself. To me, it's, it came so strong. To, our people are saying, I want to... Um, lend my energy to this movement. They're calling. They didn't call women. They didn't call second women a movement. 
They didn't call when I healed myself in the 20-some years ago. It wasn't said it was a movement, not from the people at least. It may be my heart. Um, and so, but they're saying Man Heal Thyself started and sparked the movement. This is the movement. And this is the movement that seems to have gathered. Because, Diana, you've been talking about connectivity. Yeah, It's like a chant. You've been saying, you've been, I can Nothing all, happens in alchemy without the mercury. Nothing yes, happens this, without the mercury. This is the reason for lack. Mm-hmm. No connectivity. Right. Right. When you look at charts, it could be we could have all the resources. We mm. have the resources in the community. We, we have the power. Mm. We have the melanin. We download mm. the information mm-hmm. from the heavenly realms. But we're traumatized and the it's energy true. is not flowing. Yes. Well you know it's in the it's way real. it does in other communities. Well, we have been traumatized, you know. We have, we still haven't recovered from the 400 years, <laughs> um, you know, of chattel slavery passed out from generation to generation. So, so many different ways we've been traumatized. One brother called me today, and he wanted to let me know. You know, he dissected the fly. He says, "Well, you know, this is totally off." I said, well, "Okay, we all fall short. <laughs> you show up, <laughs> add your portion to it, and we would just love it. We would totally appreciate it." Yes. So, yes. Um, one thing you said before, some time ago, you said, um, "Queen, you have been tempered." <laughs> and yes. I get it now. I yes. want to just enough fire. Yes. Just enough um yes. taking the, the flesh off yeah. You know, just in the fires of life, you know, and having to keep coming back up and learning from all the process. So when he would call me, maybe in another situation I might be defensive. But in this case, I would have to say, Thank you for your recommendation, your suggestion. We'll take that to heart. Say you know, as opposed don't leave upset. Let's work together. Let's find a way of common ground. And so you know, that's what this is all about. Using our you power know, and to build. That and the and 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 and, and speaking with it's it's with the brothers mm-hmm. in terms of a woman in terms of a woman writing a book for healing for men. Queen and I have between of us how many? Three mar- six marriages? Yes, I have three. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and Queen and Queen introduced me to the last one. Yes, Queen. Intru- I was uh, married to an acupuncturist that Queen introduced me to, and um, who's now an honored ancestor. He's no longer in the world, but we've both worked mostly with women, and the men for a long time have been saying, "Well, what about the men? And what about the men?" But I do I do think that it was because of that tempering that you just described, Queen, of of of, of being able to to interact with men in a particular way. That comes with time. Yeah. Shakti takes maturity. Mm-hmm. You know, she takes maturity, the gentleness of spirit that that now it can be offered in such a way and you have that touch and and the male community and what, what, what better time to do it than now? Yes, absolutely, yes. absolutely. I totally agree. Um, I want to um, get the conversation. Y'all up in here talking. Y'all would just be checking it up all night. <laughs> as, as, as You're I have in our living room. You're in our living room. <laughs> right, that's the living room, but um, Original Native Radio does have a program right. director. His name is Coach Kyrie, and I, my job is to watch the clock and make Thank sure this moves along and make sure mm. people know yes. why they need to be in um, why they need to be in Harlem, why they need to be doing the webinars, why they need to be setting up their own remote city of wellnesses across the country. I'm going to have one in Fayetteville, North Carolina. So if anybody is in um, the North Carolina area, two or three hours from Fayetteville, and you want to come on down, please go over to relaxationisthekey.com, and there's a form 
And you know, on the form, just put your name and email and just put Queen Afua in there or just put Man Heal Thyself, and I will shoot you an email with the contact information or with the location where we'll be streaming live on Sunday the 19th, I mean the 29th. So, so uh, Coach Kair is going to be mobilizing the troops in North Carolina in my particular area. I might even try to uh, find somebody in Charlotte as well. So if somebody is in Charlotte who's also interested, please give me a buzz. Um, everybody's got my phone number, 336-587-1215. We have got to get the people to see this. You don't have to go all the way to New York because mm-hmm. moving into this new Aquarian age, we have the technology that's available for us to move things exponentially, which is what I call the planet Jupiter. Jupiter's in Taurus, so there's no accident that we're expanding out into that male fire yang energy, but it must be healed. You cannot have a reckless Jupiter energy out here on the streets. We get all kind of trouble. You know, we need to take him from a volcano and put it into a very high-powered laser. So, Queen, I want to give you the first of about three questions that I have that I know you're going to have fun with. And the first one is, please, I'm going to give you about five minutes to take me through the wounded man. Because that's chapter one in the book, and I started um, perusing through the book. I went over Ali's story and um, even my own particular uh, story of being raised in a domestic violence household. Um, My father raised me. Um, My mother had my younger two um, siblings, and... Um, just coming up in that divided house, even when I was old enough to be on my own in my late 20s and 30s, my father was still wounded by not being present. See, I, when I came out into the world by myself and people started saying men, you know, I hear it all the time, like you said, from the angry vagina syndrome, you know, these men ain't shit, they damn abandoned this. And I said, I don't have any, I have no no cognition of that because my father was fighting for us up until the day he transitioned. I was 30 years old. He was still trying to get his children. I was like, Daddy, they grown. He was like, my children need to be with me. So this faculty of healing the man and even and having a guidebook out, because we don't have a guidebook. Our guidebook is really, really ugly, and we've been getting it from the barbershop. We've been getting it from non-experts. Like Steve Harvey, I'm calling this punk behind out, and I will be having a whole show on how I do not uh, respect anything that brother's talking about trying to program these women to think like a man when he should be spending his time putting some in, uh, putting some input and some of his damn dollars back into these men over here and getting behind Queen and what she got going on. But this is Queen's show, so Steve Harvey, you're like, that's all you get for the night, but I'm coming for you. I know your movie just came out, so better get ready because when Kaya load them up, I'm putting these silver bullets in here like I'm hunting werewolves because I do not appreciate that. But I appreciate the Queen for coming on the show tonight and for writing this master writing this masterpiece that, that we need to be putting up there uh, alongside our Korans and our Bibles for our new millennium. Queen, can you please tell me about the wounded man, the common man, the negative alpha man, the angry old man, the sexual addictive man, and the broken man, please, and why you chose to start the book off like that. Well, actually, I start off with talking about what time it is, um, and that 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 twenty the twenty twelve time. You know that it's time to make the change and the shift, because from air, fire, water, earth, the toxic water, the toxic air, the weak soil, the um, the the all of that is really consciousness. And so, looking at the common man, 
the Million Man March sparked it because I know there was a lot of pain there. And both of my sons, I sent them on that march because I knew that they need to have that part of history be a part of it. At that time, Ali, the mayor of the city of wellness, Ali the Great, he was 13 and Supernova was 18. And they stood on the corner, just like uh, it's classical on 125th Street in Harlem, and they started to talk about, man, we cannot go in there and poison ourselves. We have to heal ourselves. Um, this is a day of atonement. And they kept speaking the heal thyself message to the men from their from their youthful state. But here we are now, the common man. The common man is a man who's complacent. The man who um, he's a, he's a provider. He will provide for the family, but he will not take a step outside of his comfort zone. Um, he will do what he feels is the necessary thing to make sure the food, clothing, and shelter is there, but he doesn't really live his full life. So the common man ends up being backed up emotionally and psychologically. And um, then you have the alfalfa, the, um, the negative al- um, alpha man. The negative alpha man is stressed, and that alpha man, he... Um, He's controlling his family. He takes care of the family, but the wife is stressed out from him. He dominates. He controls. The children are stressed out, so they don't communicate with him. They have another life. He only finds about their life when a crisis comes because he's not as connected, because he's not hearing his feminist side. Then you have the angry old man. The angry old man is suffering from the arthritis and the high blood pressure. And that angry old man, we have a picture of him. He comes home, probably 6 o'clock, 6.05, sits down on his sofa. He has food given to him, and he sits in front of that television and dies. And he lives out of someone else's dream and someone else's vision. And sometimes he'll just look at the sports every single night with a beer and some chips, and he just hurts himself because he's a hurt man. And that angry old man, he doesn't want to hurt and, and yell or be frustrated or not talk. And that man sometimes is a, he's totally silent because sometimes the women – and the family, she already knows all the answers, and so he does. He stops talking, and he goes into silence, and he grieves, and so he leaves his body early with his grieving. I've, what also sparked this is that there's three men in my life that was helping me in my business affairs. One died at 37. He was an accountant and a lawyer, heart attack. Another one, 51 years old, my photographer, he would not take the healing on. He died of a stroke and a heart attack. And then another a physician, he died from from STD. So it's just it's on. And so that angry old man, he could walk around and look okay, but he's really inside wounded and is a hole in his soul. Then you have the uh, sexually addictive man, and so he is he's frustrated and he's trying to relieve his frustration through the sexual act. Not that it's a loving act; it's just it's a sexual act, and it's a it's an addiction. Whether it be addicted to food or addicted to alcohol or addicted to drugs, you're looking for comfort. He wants comfort in a woman's arms, but he's looking to release an, uh, some level of toxicity in his life. And so you will find him on the internet. And you'll find him going from woman to woman. You'll find him frustrated. You'll he so that man ends up releasing his consciousness through his sperm, releasing his genius here and there and spreading himself thin. And so sometimes from out of that sick man, he then births children who are just as sick, and it's passed down. That same man, so I have women who take the training, and they're suffering from their grandfathers or fathers or, or um, fathers, uncles, who there's incest in the family. So that means that the family's not well. It's not a point of the finger. The whole family is not well. 
And so we have to help our men to become well men. Men have to help and heal themselves, how to detox and become whole men. And then you have the socially um, broken man. And so um, many of our men are in prison. Many of our men are who have drank themselves to into a stupor because of the pain and the suffering in the heart, the su- feeling like they don't have the power in this system that uh, will bring the economics to their families, will help their families become whole. So we have our men, our highest incident of all disease is in our men, from diabetes to prostate cancer to strokes to heart attacks to all of these issues, it's in these men. It's like a stream. There's a poisonous stream that runs through, and so I'm saying we can clean that stream up. And so from that, those states, the men will start to identify. Say, so, you know, I do carry that. Maybe I don't carry, but maybe it's my uncle. Maybe my uncle needs to heal because it's in the it's in the family. And so we can now look at this. No pointing the finger. Just recognizing our weaknesses. We're all falling short. But if that man is carrying that sickness in him, his wife is carrying it herself. It's not just him. It's us. So if if a woman comes on the 29th and she says that through Internet, through webinar, she says, wow, that sounds like my husband. But then she reflects. She said there's something in that my husband is carrying that I need to reflect and work on myself because it doesn't – a relationship comes out of the thought of a union. Her mind, his mind, his heart, her heart. They're unified in sickness or they're unified in wellness. So it's not the man alone, but the man will bring the woman it's not the woman alone. She will then bring the man. It is both. And it's from that place that we move ourselves from that wounded man, that hurt man, and then he comes into the wellness warrior. And he meets up with someone like you, which is a healing juggernaut. A healing juggernaut? Yes, the healing juggernaut. You are one of those healing juggernauts. And that's why the school, the school, it says the city, that's why this is a circle. This is not isolated. We're not going to just heal the men or just heal the women, just heal the children, or not have the education, you know, go have to go outside of our community to be educated on things that we know that we have studied and we have mastered. So that's in walks the healing juggernaut. You are one of those healing juggernauts. And I talked to him in this book that he has this power. He's now got to share it with the others, but how can we best share it? And so one of the ways is the City of Wellness University, that whether you are in one part of the world, the country, the state, we can unify through as technology. Some will come face-to-face to the various teachers. We have master teachers. We're just unifying in this way. And so myself, Donna Fall, we're coming together with the excitement of what she's been talking about, connectivity, of what you've been talking about, connectivity. But I said, well, if the if Man Heal Thyself is the flagship to say, come, everyone come, we have a way, we have a pathway, and not just one of us. We all together bring together our excellence, bring together our mastership that we have learned and we have gone through the test of time. We can raise our people up in all the dimensions. But, we have, but in that, I always said the leadership has to purify the leadership has to cleanse. The leadership has to elevate. And so we are the leaders. We've been doing the work. We now bring them into the City of Wellness University. We bring them into the women can come into Women Heal Thyself. The women can come, the men can come into the, 12, the 14 weeks of Man Heal Thyself. And then we begin to galvanize a new world. And it shifts completely the whole universe. <laughs> uh, the whole universe is a reflection of us, and we are a reflection of the universe. So we lift up this world by lifting up ourselves as a people, the first healers. Mm, you know, like I said, I had to make it. 
I have to make it happen sometime. I told you you might have to watch your head around here because... You out here picking them off tonight. You out here picking them off one at a time. I love it. I love it. I love it. Diana, I got me over here excited. I got to keep it going, though. We got a couple more minutes before Queen got to get out of here. The second part of the book, um, and I'm glad you went to that, um, Entering the Wilderness Warrior. Before a second, though, I want you to go back to the Million Man March. Mm-hmm. Last time, you know, we had a million men in one area. A lot mm-hmm. of people had a lot of things to say about that, and uh, your son mm-hmm. revealed to me a part of that story that um, I had not been privy to, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people had not been privy to. Can you um, take us on a quick ride back to the mid-'90s, uh, October the, let's say early October, late it's September? The 16th. Mm-hmm. 16 right. years ago. No, but I want you to back up. I want you to back up a couple of weeks before the 16th. Don't take us right to the day. I want you to take us back to late September. You know, uh, the, uh, the March is coming, uh, mm-hmm. early October. And yes. Talk a, little, talk a little bit about your attitude, your thoughts, some motivations that you had, mm-hmm. and your strategy. Because if I'm one of the healing juggernauts, then mm-hmm. I want to hear what the Queen Mother had in plan. So when I take it back to the table... You know, with the warriors, and that was one thing. Mm. And and I just wanted to say this before I don't get too far off subject. You and me and your son were talking the other night, and we were, you know, we were making a little extra noise, maybe being a little loud. And um, you came in, you you know, you came in all quiet and seen us, and then you just eased on out. You didn't come in and was like, "Hey, this is my stuff. This is my brand on here. Y'all got to do such and such and such and such." And then the trust that I felt that you had in him like, really rubbed off on me. And, I, and most of my clientele are a lot of women who are very paranoid, who are very uh, filled with anxiety. And and sometimes I'm a little abrupt. And I say, hey, you see some men talking, why don't you just, you know, say, let us, you know, move on out the way, stop ear hustling so much. And you just was like, I'm going to go ahead and do what I got to do and let the men handle it. And I want women to be back in that back in that particular energy of feeling safe and protected. So that's why I'm asking you for... Um, in the military, we would be asking for the intel, but I want to know what was your feelings and moving along right before the Mean Man March, and what were some of your desires back then? Well, I'll tell you, it nothing has changed from <laughs> from when I was 17 and I found my way, and I became convicted, you know, on, on the path. And so I was building up, healing myself from, I would say, not just this lifetime, but lifetimes before, because, you know, it's generational. Things are passed down through the bloodline. And so I had a lot of healing to do, and I'm still on the path of healing. I'm still healing myself. Every time Diana Fall called me up, she said, so what are you doing? I said, I'm, I'm cleaning up my life. <laughs> it's like a mantra. I didn't even realize until she told me last week. She said, every time I call you, you say you clean up your life. I said, I'm going another dimension. I'm going deeper. So, on, so what ended up happening, and I think I might have mentioned, maybe I didn't, but I was, um, I got a call seven about 7.15 in the morning. It was a call from Bob Lohr. Bob Lohr was one of the... Um, organizers in Brooklyn, New York, for the Million Man March. And what happened was there was a meeting with Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan with the leaders, um, the heads of state. And um, so at that meeting, Diana Farr came over to Bob Law and said, I believe, I can't put words in her mouth, but I believe Queen of Fools should put, put a fast together 
for the million men. And so from that, he said he agreed, and then they together went to Honorable Minister Reverend uh, Louis Farrakhan, and he agreed that it would be, you know, appropriate. So from that point on, Bob Lowe called me up, and he let me know about uh, what came through. And I was so um, touched. And so I had to go immediately into a fast. I did a four-day intensive fast, and I got up at 4 o'clock in the morning so that I could hear. Because I knew it wasn't going to come from me. Not me, my, but my highest, wisest, the most high had to give, give it to me. And that was the only way I was going to actually hear what am I going to do for a million men who are on so many different levels. Some never touch the, you know, some come over beef and pork and goat and violence and alcohol and drugs, and some who've been fasting and cleansing and living a natural lifestyle. How do you answer and take help all of them, wherever, whatever the level is? So I had put together a three-tier level, which I, you know, have put laid out in the book as what happened, how I laid it out. And it was presented. It was presented to the board, Um shortly after, and it was about nine people at the board, and everyone said they co-signed, they, they knew my, my work in the community for years, but it was one sister who brought up an issue. She said, well, I felt that their medical doctor would be the best choice so that no one would be, you know, because in this system of how things are, people trust in the average person, trust in the allopathic, the, you know, the medicine. They believe that that's the way. We don't have confidence, really. Uh, as a whole, at least back then, in holistic and natural and, and herbs, although this is our culture, that is our culture, to, to, take, to take herbs and natural healing as a source of rejuvenating and overcoming disease. But she just felt that, you know, so much uh, media attention will come and that that would be a problem if I was to take that position. And then Bob Lewis said, but nobody else is interested in fasting the people. I mean, it's really, that's Queen of Fu's work, her thing. That's what she does. And they've been doing for some time. But it was such a, a, a piece on there. So then it didn't happen. But, I, but everything is a divine order. Everybody's been calling me, all, you know, preparing for this. How are you doing, Queen? I say, everything is a divine order. <laughs> the 16 years of waiting for this to happen. It just built up more force. That's happened. I, I, I never stopped thinking about it. And the people never stopped talking to me from different realms. So it just built up into this day, to this time, that we're now finally talking about having, how how do we do this connectivity? I, and, and, it, and it sparked something in me today. I thought about back in the day when, like in the 70s and 80s, that the heels were trying to come together to create something like this. But it just did not catch I believe that it, it's happening now. Timing. It's time. Mm. It's that time. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. 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 Um, I, I'm i thrilled myself. I mean, because I'm in that same mindset that b- before you can go and give people the new program, I, I tell them, look at your computer. If you're running mm-hmm. Windows 7, before you can, or if you're running Windows XP, before you can mm-hmm. put Windows 7 on it, you have to take Windows XP off. And so that mm-hmm. style is called deprogram before you can reprogram. So a thorough cleansing, you um, want, want to take the brother through a thorough cleansing. Here you have all these religions, all these different ethnicities, all these different sets. Mm-hmm. And let's go ahead and put one common thing on them. They all have to eat. And that means that they've probably been eating wrong. They're miseducated about their diet. So let's scrub them up from the inside first. And see Absolutely. Can they, and uh, see, can they unite in that? So can you briefly uh, talk about 
the twelve week program, and and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I know people are listening saying, well, Kaya, you taking her real fast? She will be back Friday at seven o'clock for part two of this party. So don't y'all fret. Queen will be back on Friday at seven o'clock. But we she got she got a packed schedule right now, and I'm honoring her time because she's over here with us tonight. So I want to get as much of this first half action in. Um, and then I want Diana to stay on, and um, I got a, a couple other surprise uh, guests, too, that I want to um, have them input on this particular subject as well. But can you talk a little bit about the 12-week program that mm-hmm. you're going to be proposing um, this week, um, yes. this weekend? Well, actually, the I was, I'm looking here, and I'm seeing that, that it was given that there would be 12 men to facilitate these 12 states of man. I will just call out some of the men who are also going to be presenting on that day. So, you know, those coming on through the webinar, you're going to really get a chance to meet one of the men, and I'll call some of them out, Juanique Shabazz, coming out from Atlanta. He's going to be presenting. He also was, because of him and his queen, or set, they, I had the book signing in Atlanta. He's um, a radio um, magnifier there, gets the word out. We're going to have Lloyd Strayhorn that will be there, Numbers in You. Uh, we're also going to have Supernova Slam, his work. Um, Bob Law uh, will be there. Katrio Wise, a, a maestro. These men that I'm calling them, these also are the men who are going to be teaching the 12 weeks. And I'm going to tell you how that comes out. To, then we have Jesse who come, he's traveling in from Detroit. He's coming in. Then Haru Orr. Haru Orr is the um, one who's going to be dealing with the family men of unity and, and wealth and health. Uh, we have also Oseyande and Chris who's going to be talking, uh, Quasi, who's going to be talking about uh, relationships. So just imagine 12 men. I'll be teach each class, each week is going to be two hours in length, and 30 minutes of the hour and a half is going to be dedicated to the guest men, teachers coming in. And I'll just call out the 12 aspects, recognizing that we're coming to heal the wounds, recognizing that we're going to take on the wellness warrior, you're going to meet the jug- the healing juggernauts. They're all healing juggernauts who are going to you're going to meet every week, from the first week, the first chakra or I read the African the word for chakra, um, in in African um, language is I read which is wheels of light. We're going to have the family man of unity and wealth, working from the coccyx region, and that's building up on a physical level. That's building up bones and um, legs and feet and skin. The second week, we're having um, the second Ari, the essential man of heightened sensitivity. That's the reproductive center that also heals um, the colon, the bladder, the the, um, uh, the prostate. Then we have the third Ari, the transformation man of renewal, the solar plexus. And then we have, we're focusing on the liver, the pancreas, and the back. We have the fourth Ari, the lover man of harmony. The fifth, the communication man of creativity and uh, connectivity. The sixth one, uh, man, the intuitive man of clear vision. The seventh, the humanitarian man of of global wellness. The eighth, now we go into, we've done our foundational work, and now we move deeper into the supreme man, the illuminative man of enlightenment, which is the eighth week, eighth chakra, the harmonizing man of serenity, the week nine, nine, the nature man of regeneration, um, the 11th week, the alchemist man of change, and the 12th week, the supreme man of optimal wellness. So for each of these weeks, there is a man that comes in 
and speaks to the community from their juggernaut work of 10 or 20 or 30 years have mastered their craft in those particular areas. So these are men that I have known for the years primarily, that I've traveled from different cities, uh, from city to city, and I've been in and out of a city 10 times, 5 times, 4 times, and we've done work together. We've done classes and workshops and seminars. I trust their work. I trust their guidance. They're balanced men. They're able to, they they raise families. They can raise these men that come in. And when I say raise families, there's some men who come in when they're 50s or 60s. They still need to be raised. They need to be charged. They need to be fired up. They can bring in your teenagers, 18, 17 years old. They need to prevent some things. For those who did not have fathers in their home, they need to take this. They need to be fathered. They need to be nurtured. They need to be loved. And so we're going to take them through, and they're going to learn the anatomy of man and what that, that particular organ and what that does to support your, divin- your divinity, your wellness. The antiquity affirmation. There is a prayer that was given that I received from the ancient text from the Nile Valley, the Perkinuan Gear, and it gives you a prayer for each of the body members. And those prayers help to activate and wake up the dead bones, the dry bones the weak spirits. But this is the first one, for example, to give you an idea. The family man of unity and wealth. I come into being from unformed matter. Make me always prosperous. Triumphantly gather my bones and connect my limbs. Our ancestors gave us these words that we may be able to say them and then to take the herbal compounds and the nature bombs and the clay poultices and the zone massage and the affirmation and the inversion, and the move yourself from a flesh-toxic eater maybe into maybe the flexitarian having some chicken and fish but taking a lot of greens and green juices and heel baths and all of that to the one who's ready to be a vegetarian. You move up the fourth and sixth week. And then the next week you into the seventh to ninth week, you're on your 21-day raw food cleanse. And for those who are ready, they can go to the next 21 days or the last three weeks of the detox. They can do a therapeutic juice fast according to what their goals are in bringing their body, mind, and spirit into harmony. Now, this work can help you whether you are an educator or you are a, a chemist or a school teacher or, a, a, you know, a community activist. Everyone can go through this process and be charged up so that we will all be in sync. Because when you're in sync, you can communicate better. One to another. We're not in a state of battling each other and finding all the reasons why we're divided. So this harmonizes us so that we literally are singing to each other. We're not fighting. We're singing and we're growing and we're coming out of the crabs in the barrel. We're coming out of beating each one down. It's about building each other up and strengthening each other. You know what I got to do for that? <laughs> Jumping out the building on that one right there, and okay. I mean, just 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 having that strategy. And a lot of times when I'm studying karmic life paths, mm-hmm. I can um, I, I can see in some people that they still had a wise general mm-hmm. somewhere in mm-hmm. the past life when they start mm-hmm. tapping into that wisdom to mm-hmm. be able to articulate it with such precision. Mm-hmm. And so um, I definitely can recognize that being tempered by the fire and having the experience to um, just be able to articulate in such a clear manner and letting it be concise and letting people know that, hey, here's a plan, no more excuses, let's get up off your butt and let's go ahead and start doing something. 
um, I just was just flipping through the book as you were going over some of the steps, and on page 40 alone is worth the cost of the book, just the seven baths. You know, you say take three baths a week, and, just, and mm-hmm. you have these recipes in here, and mm-hmm. that's just so vital. I haven't taken a bath in a long time and just took one this mm-hmm. weekend. I'm not taking mm-hmm. showers, but not just where mm-hmm. I can sit down and just relax and just let it, you know, just let the aroma and everything just take over the body. And that's so important. So I want to encourage everybody to go to queenafua.com. You know how to spell queen. Afua is A-F-U-A.com. Get your advanced tickets. I went on there and saw that the dinner also comes with an autographed copy of the book. That's right. Kair's got his. So don't let Kair be the only one to get an autographed copy of the book. Go to the site. Click on the uh, event. Get your advanced ticket now. Even if you're not going, how about that? Why don't you just go ahead and just buy a ticket and make a donation to the nation of wellness, not just the city of wellness, but the worldwide building of the nation of wellness. Go on over there and get your tickets today because you don't want to wait till the last minute. we got too much of that going on. Now i got another uh, special guest, uh, Queen, before you go. Um, mm-hmm. I wanted to bring a brother on mm-hmm. to hear his particular perspective of um, of this particular energy that you've been talking about. Um, you, uh, through your son and, and being involved with the community, you understand that hip-hop is a part of our voice. We have mm-hmm. many, many, many wise teachers and wise architects, you know, yeah. in the hip-hop community. And uh, one of them is a friend of mine. Well, all of them are a friend of mine, but one is a personal friend of mine. Mm-hmm. And um, he, how, how me and him reunited, I saw him probably 17 years ago, and then I was on Facebook one day and, saw the brother had started a meditation group. And I was like, this brother's got a meditation group. And so I was just checking out some of his posts, and I, and I was really impressed. And I said, man, I want to help. And he was like, mm. you know, let's link up, you know, and uh, what can we do as far as um, his beginning of his journey and me where I'm at in my journey. And so I asked him to give, uh, come on tonight. So I want to open up the microphone for uh, the caller from the 917, uh, Brother Lord Jamal from Brand Nubian. Uh, peace, God, your mic is wide open. Peace, God. How are you? All is well. Peace, sister. How are you? Peace and blessings. How are you? I'm doing well. Oh, oh I'm great. I'm great. I just want to say I've uh, read your books in the past, and uh, yes, I love you, sister. Peace. Mm, love you, too. Thank you. <laughs> mm. Brother uh, brother Jamal, with what you've been listening to tonight, um, and from what and from your particular perspective, because man, you're not getting any younger. Sooner or later, they'll be calling us elders. I know you still rock the mic, but you know, one day we'll be uh, elders. <laughs> so, we're elders now. We we pretty much the elders now. The way it is, I'm telling you, we mm-hmm. elders now. Mm-hmm. We only in our forties, right? Mm-hmm. Early forties. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We the elders Early now. 40s. So, what can you, um, from what you've heard right now, and your particular past experience with Queen's information? How important do you think this information is? Um, and matter of fact, this movement is to us. You can, if you want to speak on behalf of the hip hop community, or you want to speak on the brothers, you know, in their forties or in their thirties and twenties, because we still having prostate problems. You know, we got our own issues over here. Um, what's some of your feedback on what you heard tonight? Right. Well, uh, you know, I wish I would have came in from the very beginning of the uh, program, but I did get to hear quite a bit and. You know, I can only really speak for myself as far as, um, you know, I've been one of these people before. I think I was the angry alpha Hmm. male at one point in my life. 
you know, and it took some reflection and, and meditation upon just myself and my dealings with others to allow me to strive to step away from that, you know. But, um, you know, it, it, it's not easy, and it's something that definitely would help the nation for us to be able to, to diagnose ourselves and, and come with some sort of, uh, you know, plan of attack to try to cure whatever, you know, whatever ails us mentally or physically. Mm, absolutely. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Where's my... Get, get everybody get up on your feet. For that <laughs> <laughs> you know how I am about the sound effects. I appreciate that, Lord. Um, Queen, um, for, for brothers, uh, brothers in our age and our stage, right before you mm-hmm. have to go, yeah. um, what what kind of special message do you want to leave with us tonight um, as, mm-hmm. um, before next week? I mean, before, well, I'm looking at a page in the book, you know, as um, uh, a page that Nova put together, um, MC himself. We I have here Jay Dilla died um, 32 cardiac arrest, and Big Pun died at 20. Well, yeah, he died um, at 28 heart attack, and Nate Dog died at 41 from a stroke, and Alonzo um, um, Mourning um, at age 50 kidney failure, kidney transplant, and then um, Ghostface Killer at 39 years old. Diagnosed with diabetes type one. No, no, most face killers are alive. Oh, oh, so he's he diagnosed he with diabetes. Yeah, diabetes. Oh, oh, yeah. oh okay, correct. correct At twenty six. Yeah. So what I'm saying Fife, is, yeah, five from Tricor Quest has diabetes. He's had it for yeah since his twenties. Right. Okay, I and think then, he had juvenile mm-hmm. diabetes, actually. Mm-hmm. And then Heavy D at 44 had a stroke. So mm-hmm. we're losing our soldiers. These are the ones that are strong. They're very strong in their spirit. But you mm-hmm. have to heal body, mind, and spirit. They all have to come as one. And so this is my portion that I'm bringing to the to the table. I, you know, Supernova Slum, Hip Hop Medicine Man, he's no joke. He's strong, just like the force on this on this on this airwave right now. And so we all have to come to the level of connecting with nature enough that we use our medicine. And then you look at, um, you know, the, the commercialism has got us all eating this fast food, this dead food, this processed food. There's no frequency. There's no energy in the food. What you put in, whether it's a conversation or what you hear or what you see or what you eat, you become all of that. So we have to detox ourselves as a people so that we come into our full power and we have longevity. By the time you're 40, you just start to really start to see things much clearer. You have you massive a certain amount of information. But how that we start dying down as we get 40, we start going downhill. When actually that's when you should be saying, "I'm now, I'm now, I got it. <laughs> now I've learned." And then you, as you as you get older, you become more seasoned, more refined more uh, uh, clearer and strong on your path, but the body becomes weaker as we mature when it can be just the opposite. We can become more vibrant as we get older. We become more aware. And so this is a green print to get us back into, for the man, his Asar state of complete mm, green um, mastership, like his complete mastership of himself. And I'm talking to healers. I'm a healer talking to healers. And we're all doing healing on different planes. And if we can galvanize our healing force. See, I'm going I'm to do the first level. The first level is to clean up, <laughs> build up, and recharge. <laughs> and from there, then that's when the university comes in and all of you will be a part of that university. You know you have to be there to tell, to tell the story, to give the lessons, to keep them strong, 
And so we have to hear it from all of us, but we have to first build ourselves up and do the detoxing work so that we may be whole and magnify our excellence and have longevity with it. So this is the plan. The Creator has a master plan, as Ferrisonis told us, that, and that came out of the 60s, 1969, he came with that. The Creator has a master plan. And I was wondering what was the plan and what is the plan. We are the plan. It's go inside, and the plan is going to be revealed to us completely what it is, and it has been revealed through us even communicating today. So now we bring it forth. We unify. The 29th is for the unification. From all, as we've, all the tribes will come together that day, Muslim, your Christian, your Buddhist, your Kamite, your Hebrew Israelite, your Nuwabian, all the nations must come together on the 29th, the 11th, master number, and let's begin to live the plan, live the strategy of optimal power and wellness, both women and men. Man, heal thyself. See you there. Hmm. You know, uh, of course, the microphone, uh, they would want to make me have some technical difficulties over here on my hands so I can't drop bombs or blow the horn, but I'll just say <laughs> I have another interview. <laughs> okay. Are you coming on? You coming in? Queen, okay. Queen, you have another call you have to go to, right? Yes, Ali said he's going to come in. Um, he said he's going to call you right now. So we're going to we're going to I'm a high five like we did yesterday <laughs> in the Heights, and I'm going to I'm going to move out, and then he's going to move in. My sister, thank you, Diana Farr, for being on the air, being with me, supporting me. I love you. Let's make this all happen. My brothers, thank you so much for having me this evening. It's a pleasure. It's an honor. Thank okay. you. We'll talk again um, on Friday. Absolutely. He's coming in. He's coming in. I'm going out. All right. Stay love and light, Queen. Transition. Hotep, stay blessed. All righty, that is Queen Afu, which came in dropping it for us tonight. Woo! And right on cue, because we got the royal family over there. You know, she just spoke about her uh, herself. She um, had her story. She talked she spoke a little bit about uh, one of her sons, Supernova Sloan. But now I want to bring in Ali the Great, another one of the heirs to the throne, and uh, hear what this brother has to say as far as his contribution and him being one of the soldiers, I'm sorry, one of the generals in this particular movement. Uh, brother Ali, your mic is wide open. What's going on, God? Oh, my God, my brother, Kaya, it's a pleasure to be here with the royal family. Um, I just tuned in. Um, I was running around all day preparing for this weekend, and uh, we're definitely doing tag team your it. And so as Queen had to go into my next interview, I'm now checking in to be ready to let the people of the airwaves, the people of the world know what time it is, and this is our time. So I'm here, brother. Give thanks and grace. All right, all right. So uh, your mom came in and talked about it a lot from the wisdom factor, you know, and um, how she's been holding on to this vision since she was 17. Um, you heard um, the guy, Lord Jamal, was talking about how us at um, at our age in the 40s, you know what I'm saying, and in the hip-hop community, how we uh, watched a lot of soldiers go down uh, prematurely. Um, can you give us a little bit, um, give my listeners a little bit of your background and um, the part that you play in Name Heal Thyself, and um, as well as if you want to share a part of your story that's in the book, in the book. Definitely, my brother. Uh, first and foremost, uh, the whole family. 
Soulful Power Time going in right now. Okay. Uh, my name is Brother Ali the Great. I'm also known as AKA your leading bodybuilding chef, AKA your businessman, AKA the father, AKA community activist and leader. Also the president of the Queen of Food Wellness Institute and the national spokesperson for the global nation of wellness that we're launching with this new era, new movement. I've been out in this movement for the past 30 years. I was birthed into this movement in 1982. That is the year that Queen of Food opened up the, the company, Heal Thyself. And as she was scrubbing the floors and painting the walls, I was in her womb preparing. And on the eighth, ninth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth month, as she launched her center, um, I was born that that same year. And so um, as the, the company turns 30 this year, I also just turned 30 in January. And so it is historically blessed that um, that we're launching this this book in this new era, um, and I give them some praise. I've been around this work for 30 years, like I said, and I've been around it working in the movement for the past seven years upon graduating from Howard University, getting my degree in business management. And upon graduating, I've been working tirelessly day in, day, day, in, day out with Queen of Four, with Sukhano Islam, with the other soldiers that have um, been pivotal in helping to build up this movement over the past seven years. And then through my reign, I helped Queen put out three books, The City of Wellness, um, Restoring Health Through the Seven Kids of Consciousness, Overcoming the Egg Vagina, A Guide to Global Womb Wellness, and now Man Hill Myself, A Journey to Optimal Wellness. I also was able to help her with her new design of her product labels and helping to take her company international. And so uh, we're now here, my brother. Mm, that's what's up, Lord. Appreciate that big soldier. We know we got um, a lot of a lot of um, women are saying, "Well, where you know um, there ain't no good, there ain't no good, um, there ain't no good black men." But just to have brothers like yourself, uh, Lord Jamal, and, and all the other listeners that are on the line, what I can say is, this is a dream come true. You know, just for us to be able to man up. And say, hey, we are here. We are. Uh, we do have a voice. We do have a plan, and we do have a date and a and a call to action. Can you tell people a little bit uh, more about? Um, I wanted. I want people to know more about your particular story. I read the chapter last night about you and what you had to go through. There's a lot of brothers out here um, who are in volatile relationships. Um, have a child with a young woman, and then the child is, you know, um, taken away or, you know, the the relationship goes away, and the man is separated from his child, and the press will tell you that, oh, uh, this nigga ain't shit, X, Y, Z, or, you know, the, the, the females in the salon will be programming that poison into the child's head, you know, well, your daddy ain't here. Yada yada yada, and that child really misses a lot of growth opportunity because their father is not there. And the thing that touched me was how you really felt, you know, how it really put a burden on your heart that you were not able to be around your daughter. So, can you please give us a little background about that story? Well, yes, but I would definitely like to share that part. Yeah, it's, it, it, the story is in the book um, because what I've gone through, a lot of fathers will go through and have gone through in the past. Um, first of all. Um, the mother of my daughter, okay, we were both college sweethearts at our university. And we bonded uh, upon being, you know, members of that um, uh, Stokeback College and community. And when we came together, uh, I was a junior, she being a freshman, um, she met me, wanted to come and start a vegan lifestyle. 
and I was pivotal on our campus doing a lot of things, good things on our campus. And so when we bonded, we became good friends. And from friendship, we developed into a mateship. Upon um, graduating in 2005 from Howard, um, I started to work inside the movement. And about a year and a half into the movement, uh, they started taking a toll on our union, her and I, our union. And um, but during that same token, she and Lucy and um, I ended up impregnating um, the mother of my um, daughter. And um, through that journey, we we have a rocky foundation. Now the, the 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 heaviness that we were going through, I was adjusting to uh, working in the movement um, and trying to learn systems and learn things and try to then implement strategies and ways of uh, how we can better our, our, our company and, and, and the work that we're doing. And it was very frustrating at times because um, in the grassroots community, in the business, in, in the cultural community, there are certain things that we're not doing in, 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 in those arenas that need to be done. And as a result, um, we end up working a lot just to do certain things to stay afloat. So I was, it was very frustrating at times. And um, to the point where I was sometimes working seven days a week, sometimes working 16-hour shifts in a day to help support Queen because she was been doing this for so long. And my whole mindset is that, you know what, I'm young, I can recover faster. So Queen's been doing this for so long, she needs another soldier to come on board and really throw down. But by me throwing down, I also uh, kind of threw our relationship into whack. And so as my, the mother of my daughter um, was, uh, had, was carrying, carrying my daughter in her womb, I would do it in a room for, the, for those nine months. It was definitely very hard because she was still uh, attending Howard at the time, and I was going back and forth from New York, D.C. My daughter came on the planet in 2006 of May, and um, once Dominica uh, uh, gave birth to, to my daughter, um, she decided to move to New York. We decided to allow her to move to New York, and that's when she started living with me. And then she was trying to then finish her school through online. Long story short, fast forward, we, 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 we try our best to rock out. She's Dominica supported in the family business. We were raising my daughter with the help of my family, my grandma, my sister, my brother, my, my mother, and um, we was doing the best we could do. But at the same token, me and Dominic was going through our uh, ups and downs, solving relations, all the years like we all go through. And so in 2009, um, me and Dominic had a very heated argument, and we ended up breaking up. And upon breaking up, um, it was a situation that after that, after that summer, my daughter was with her family. She came out to see, she came back to, to be her mother. And I was scheduled to see my daughter in September of that year, of 2009, and Dominique canceled the visit. And, I, at, and right when she canceled, I was on my way to Europe. I was in the face with her through email, touching base. When I came back, I was scheduled to see my daughter and her mother in January of 2010. I was going for three months. When I came back, Dominique once again canceled. To my knowledge, she ended up being pregnant by the man that she was then with, and she did not want me to see her in that condition. Long story short, after March of that same year, she cut off all communication from me, okay? And um, at that point, I started hired a lawyer, and I realized at the time that she was looking to dodge cities. She was in Baltimore. She left Baltimore and D.C. and moved down to New Orleans. Now, I didn't know she was in New Orleans for about three months until after she moved, and I, I was able to find out through some other friends of mine that researched for me. Long story short, after about a year, uh, from that point, from 2010 to 2011, um, I'm trying, trying, trying to call her family, trying to email, and to, to no avail. So all through 2010, no correspondence at all. Up until April 2011, I got why? So now we're about two years in now. Two years in, um, about a year went by, I was emailing the, the mother. After March of 2010, no communication. So for the next year and a half, um, I had my lawyer, and, and we were just praying and trying to find ways of trying to reach Dominica. 2012, fast forward. I got a hired investigator a year ago, and through that investigator, I was able to 
finally found out where she lived, and we was then able to service Dominique to the papers from the court of a day when we had to appear in court. Fast forward, I was able to appear in court of this last year, September, and I was awarded visitation. The judge only gave me four hours a month to see my daughter, and I had to fly them down to New Orleans. Now, check this out. Through the journey, I spoke to different men, my father, my stepfather, other spiritual uncles, and every elder man who was 50 or older, okay? They all told me, Ali, move on. Ali, you can start a new family. Ali, why are you going through all this stress for? It's all good. Like, you know, your daughter will come back to you one day. If I would have listened to the always elder men, father, stepfather, elder men, I would not have been victorious. I had to tap into the heart chakra of me as a father and the pain that I went through not having my father fully around, you get me, and, 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 and um, not having my father in the picture um, as much as he, as he could have been. So I went out and repeat that cycle, so I fought for my daughter. And uh, even though I was not agreeing with the decision that the courts gave, gave me, I accepted it, and I, I began to make the investment to fly down to Snowlings once a month as of October last year, and it's been about seven months since I've been doing that. And when I first saw my daughter, okay, um, after the first the first visit in October, after court, we went to court in September. I was here in court on the summer a month after, um, and I was awarded. My daughter looked at me and said, you're handsome. I said, wow. As we started having our first lunch and we started doing doing the do, I gave the gifts, was kicking it, and making sure she had her lunch with the mother house was present. I said, I said my auntie, that's her name, my auntie, it was up to double balance. Um, I balanced, my auntie is double balance. So I said, my auntie, I missed you. And then she said, I missed you too. At that moment, I got up, left the restaurant, and I started to cry and bawl, okay? Because in my mind, I thought she forgot how I looked. I didn't know. I thought she forgot how I looked. You know what I'm saying? I had nightmares of my daughter. I had nightmares for two and a half years. I had nightmares of my daughter, the mother. I went through all crying. At least once we got a dream about them, okay, in different scenarios, okay? And so for me to finally give my daughter my life, it was it, it was the most amazing thing for me. And so... um. Kept going through month by month, going down there, and now I have a much more harmonious situation and communication with the mother. And my daughter, um, she connects with me now. One time I'm Madonna, she said, Daddy, you're my heart. And I said, I'm your heart? She said, yes, you're my heart. So to hear those words from this little beautiful being who's about to turn five next month, okay, the whole fight was worth it. The investment, the, um, breathing, receiving, meditating, working out, training, preparing my soul for that time. And so I'm in the myself, and I'm going through my repair. I'm taking my baths right now daily, doing my, my, my camel ceremony, taking my tonics, because I have to continue to be at my highest mind. And so, Brother Kaya, that's my story. Mm. Big Brother, I appreciate you for sharing that because that takes a lot of manhood. And you're right, it is um, some brothers out here who would have went with that first first words and was like, oh, you can start another family. You know, why are you going through all these uh, problems and things like that? But the torment that you said that you were going through. You know, like I said, I told um I told Queen that my father was um my father was sixty eight years old and he had only raised me, but he had two other children underneath me that my mother had and he still, you know what I'm saying, was like in a custody battle and I was like, Look, we twenty four, you know, I'm twenty eight, thirty two years old. You know, there's you know, you don't have to get custody but he still had a tie um, to his, you know what I'm saying, to his seeds. Can you talk about the misnomer or the myth? Because that's what you just, really you just proved it, that it's a myth that men can just turn around and walk away from their family and just be cold-hearted and cold-blooded and not have any attachment. How um, how was the nurturing from your mother 
and from things that people are going to be able to find in man heals ourselves, how did that contribute to um, your particular healing? Because that's a whole different kind of pain. That's not a gunshot wound. That's not a knife stab. That's not a bankruptcy or bad credit. That's your actual seed that you didn't make by mistake. You know, I understand the mistake part, but that was something they, a love child. Can you talk about um, how that book helped you and could help other brothers who have went through something like that? Yes, my brother, definitely. Um, first and foremost, clean, raised myself, my brother, and my sister as a single parent, um, and my grandma uh, I was supporting, um, very powerful. With her sacrifice, her putting us in school, her um, um, making sure we, we live a vegan lifestyle in the name of wellness, and as a freedom entrepreneur, freedom warrior, uh, me seeing that my whole journey, me seeing that warriorship, when I, when I decided to start working in a movement, I had to commit to my mother because of all the commitment she had for me. She put me to private schools. I went to public school, school went to African center schools, and I saw how much committed she was to her people in, in his work. And so um, through that love, that full love that her mother showed me, okay, um, I then bonded. It, it was a bond of parent to child, okay? It was a bond of parent to child. So now I'm a parent to child. I didn't look at it as mother, father, or then now I'm a father, mother, father again. I looked at it as more parent to child, parent to child. So if my parent had love for me, I'm a parent that had love for my, my, my child, which I happen to be a father and my mother happened to be a mother. So, um, yes, yeah, so I, my mindset was parent to child. You get what I'm saying? That in which I happen to be a father. And so um, so my, that journey, that love, I was going to fight as a warrior to no, to no end to make sure I was successful. It just took me five years. I was going to keep fighting. And so I think that those men that uh, decide not to fight, maybe they had a, 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 a messed up uh, parent, um, their parent had a child situation growing up with their parents, okay? A lot of those men that told me what they told me, they had situations like that in which their father or mother was very hard. And that was a time um, when, when, those, when their parents was in a really racist time in America or in the islands or in Africa, you get what I'm saying? So it was a very militant time for, for their parents. And so it was very... Uh, they were, you know, they were, they were running a household with an iron fist at times, so they was very hardcore. So I can understand the militant mindset that they would have. But we're in a different generation, and, and my mother raised me a certain way with love and, and specialness. So I make sure I did the same thing with my daughter. So for me, it was natural for me to go beyond the men. Now, every man that told me not, not to move on, they all saluted me. They all saluted me once I was victorious. They all thanked me, said, "Wow, I can learn, I learned lessons from you being victorious. You winning and you going through it." Salute. These hours they were salute. They were, they, were, they were salute each other. My journey with Queen represents a journey of youth and eldership working together. And every time I teach young people, I'll, and, and they have issues with elders, I always give them pointers of what they got to do to deal with elders and vice versa with elders with youth because a lot of times elders represent knowledge and wisdom. Youth represent energy and, um, and, 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 and strength ready to do it. But what I have, what I have a lot of times, they butt heads. They, they, they don't say eye to eye. So my journey was clean as that type of journey. So a lot of these, these, these fathers fooled me when I, when I went to the journey. Manual itself, though, on the other hand, this is the journey that actually identifies the wounded man. It identifies the broken man. It identifies the sexually addictive man, okay? These states of man exist with our fathers, exist with us. For my story, I was the broken man. I was also was wounded through my story because I was more wounded because the mother tried to erase me from history. She made it seem as if I never had any love at all in our journey. And so as a result, it was very painful for her to go to that extent that I know we had love for each other. Even though we're not together, we have a child. She tried to erase me from history. That was the biggest wound for me that I was um, experiencing. And so um, this book identifies out what we've gone through as men. 
because Queen raised two sons, myself and Supernova, and uh, all the men that she went in her journey um, were very powerful men. And third, a lot of the majority of her clients upon thousands upon thousands of clients. They had a lot of male issues with their husbands, their boyfriends, their sons, their fathers. So she's counseling them, giving remedies of what to do with, the, with those situations. So we thought that Queen has the answer solution because she's observed this for, for over 42 years, selling in the streets, 30 years of the company. So me and myself, it goes into the wound issue and then it gives us remedies of tools, herbs, compounds, workouts, meditations, affirmations to get us back to our highest wisest. Salute. <laughs> That's just, you know, salute just to, to, to have that particular regimen and to, and to still maintain sanity and to be able to pass the love down through a physical demonstration. Because when the child looks at you and she says you are handsome, she also feels the energy of your own particular presence that you probably can't even, you know, men, men haven't been taught to communicate effectively as women since us coming out of this uh, bondage or kidnapping situation that some people call slavery. So just for us to tap into that feminine side enough to express the warrior side through love and then to be rewarded by that person, I mean uh, by the seed to say, hey, you're handsome. I can really, I can definitely uh, see, you know what I'm saying, that really um, touching you emotionally and then you having the drawback from, you know, what your training was, you know, not losing your head, you know, a lot of other ways. You could have been like, I'm going to just go in and snatch my daughter and just run up out of here gangster style, yada, yada, yada. But that would also have been another lesson that you would have been teaching. So for the ways that you stayed diligent and the way that you honored, you know, your mother, honored the just the whole system of parenting and knocking down that whole ideology that men would just walk out and leave their children and they don't care, you know, big ups, you know what I'm saying, and salute to you. So let me go ahead and you know. Absolutely, absolutely. So um, now, this is another thing. I want to know, so listening to the call right now, or maybe somewhere in Queens, somebody in Philadelphia, somebody in New York. So I heard some cats from Detroit coming in, people coming in from Cali. You may have some people coming in from Miami. You may have some of these wounded soldiers who may have children that, they haven't seen in years, and they know they got this inner pain from things that have come from their own personal childhood, whether they have been, you know, uh, sexually abused, malnourished, or have been separated, like I said, from children for a long time. If these brothers are on the fence about coming to New York on Sunday, April the 29th, what would you tell them? from being an organizer, from seeing and, and preparing what's going to be presented on that day, what would you tell these brothers why are some of the reasons that they need to go ahead and um, get in the car, get on the bus, get on the plane, get on the train, and get to New York and be a part of this uh, initial day one movement from ground zero? Here's some brother Kai, I was definitely answered by letting the brothers know first and foremost this is a movement, which is still in prophecy. And so this being a movement, um, Queen was, a, was was actually invited to be 
um, back in 1995, she was invited to take the Million Men on a fast. Now, 1995, okay? Through Bob Law being the New York organizer, um, he proposed it to Farrakhan and the committee, okay? They had took the proposal. They sent a proposal, and they allowed Queen to make it happen. But they were, well, to give us, we know, the president bucket, the issue we have as a people, there was a hit in the midst. His sister in Harlem was against Queen taking these men on the fast, okay? She thought that a doctor should do these men on the fast. Two women, some other women should take the women on the fast. Queen shouldn't do it. So she would, because she was a very pivotal player in Harlem, she was so convicted the men never took their fast back in 95 of the march, okay? And so... Um, years later, the sister, same sister, apologized to Queen for how she approached Queen because we all understand she was in the vagina. She was wounded. She was in pain. She was um, maybe felt she should have done it, but she didn't have to stop what she does. And so she apologized to Queen at least three different times in those 12 years span from 1995 to present. So now, with this new vision and movement, Bob Laws in the book, he, he shares his story in the book. Frederica Bay, who brought one of the biggest um, groups from Jersey to the march. Um, um, I mean, uh, uh, Lord Stray, not Lord Strayhorn, um, our brother from uh, St. Saint, Saint Paul's Church, uh, uh, I forgot that, it just left me, the preacher, one of the head priests, the head minister from St. Paul's Church, uh, Reverend Youngblood, he brought the biggest uh, Christian-based organization to the march. These are all soldiers that support Queen on his journey, and they're all are giving over. The, he, he gives Queen 60 sacred women, 60 women to train with Queen back in 2006 so they could come to a higher frequency, and they took sacred train with Queen, and he was so happy that they went to sacred train with Queen. He financed it himself because he believed in the name of wellness. So I told the men, listen, we're, about to, we're fulfilling prophecy. I told the men, listen, this is a call to arms, calling all the nations together, all different tribes. Muslim, Christians, Jews, Europe, um, the soldiers on the street, college grads, businessmen. We're unifying them in the name of the band of wellness. If you have your set, you claim, receive fully. If you go to church on Sunday or you go to mosque on Friday, receive fully. However you do what you do, we come together at least once a month to come together in the name of healing. On this day, on the Sunday, we're going to put up our, our tea, our prostate formula. We're drinking as men. We do our prostate formula claims to create a new uh, organ of regeneration a new jet, what they call it, terminology, we don't say penis, we say the jet, this organ of strength and power, the ASAR. We're going to create that new ASAR organ with our prostate formula. The sisters on that day are going to pull up their tonic, and they're drinking their tea, their womb tea, because they're going to create new wounds. And as we take 12 weeks together, after that day, we're going to be going through a 12-week training as men and women. And when we now, if we have mates, on that 12 weeks, we're going to say, you know, beloved, I'm going to be sober for 12 weeks because I want to now um, give you my new sperm. I want to give you my new gender regeneration. We say to the females on the journey, honey, I'm going to be, um, I want to create a new womb for you. So on these 12 weeks, I'm going to fast for 12 weeks so that I can do my baths. I want to be at a higher frequency. I want to now be so catty. I want to now be so aggressive when I speak to you, my dear. We say to our woman, I want to now be the pop and Wolverine when I, when I deal with you, baby. I want to elevate my tonality with you, beloved. Because after 12 weeks, I'm going to be made a whole. And if we have our women that we're on the journey with together, we both go through the journey together for 12 weeks, and then we both graduate higher and wiser. Highest and wisest. So this is a training that's not only happening in Harlem. We have people um, that's going to be taking it all around the country at the same time. Brother Kaya, you have your group that's going to be tuning in on, sun on Sunday. I'm sure that group is going to run through 12 weeks. So you're going to have to house that group, make sure they complete the journey live through webinar. This is the movement. On this journey, beloved, I say to them when that come that day, not only are we doing the training, we're also going to be doing the healing for the youth, the children and the teenagers. The children will be what? Our young sprouts. The teenagers will be what? Our clean teens. And so we're empowering the youth with the youth camp that we're launching on Saturdays as well. So 
when they all graduate, not only do we have the mother and fathers graduating, we also have the children and the teenagers as well. So now we have the whole family graduating. Also on that day, my brother, I tell the brothers and sisters, not only are we launching the training, we are also launching the products for the men and women, and we are launching the United Family Kit. This is the Heal Us United Family Kit. This is the first kit of bonus that the whole family can cleanse with together. In this kit, not only do we have the Queen of Fools 21-day detox cleanse that she tells, in this formula, formational kit, we're also going to have the children's formula, the men's formula, and the women's formula. So in the morning before you go to work and they go to school, you're going to give your son his, his, um, his, 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 his formula or your daughter. You're going to give your the wife will take her, her womb tea. The husband will take his process formula. And then as a family, you all will take your green lights together. And then you will do your clay. You can mix the clay in that as well. And then each of y'all will take a, a drop of the breath of life. Kaya, what did I do yesterday? Didn't I do the ceremony yesterday? But you were in, in your soldier and soldiers that came to the house. Then so I do the ceremony. So as we got there, like we wasn't even in the room like 10 minutes. He was like, open your mouth. He'll hit you with his breath of life. Let me go get this smoothie right away. And I mean, it was affecting my body on a positive, you know, for one, you know, to have one brother showing love to another brother by sharing that wisdom, that's powerful. But then to have a then to have a, a actual product that works, and then to share it and not be on some old mono mono, you know, you know, you know, chest bumping testosterone, but from a from a sense of healing, it was very it was very refreshing because normally that's me playing that role, and I don't really find a lot of brothers like that. So uh, once again, I want to salute you for that. Absolutely. Yes, my brother, because what happens is, what? Who's going to heal the healer? The healers have to help heal the healers as well. And on that day, I'm saying, bring big mama, bring big papa, bring the elders on that day. Uh, if they have any swollen ankles, any aches in the back, any um, any aches in their legs, okay, their arms, we're going to have the sick woman in the back and may all ourselves warriors in the back doing the clay gauze, okay? We're doing some wrapping of the gauze in the legs and the ankles. So I'm going to say, raise your hand right now if you want your legs wrapped. We're talking about a right now healing. You're not leaving today unless you feel devalized. So we're doing elixirs on that day for the bloodstream, new blood. On that day, Ali the chef is putting on this chef hat, which is me, and I'm going to make sure we're going to be feeding the people to bonus. So intermission, we're doing barbecue tofu. We're doing curry tofu. We're doing um, carrot tuna. We're doing the kill sour avocado. We're doing the couscous. We're doing the live in the cup. We're doing the, the, the fresh juice bar, okay? And we're going to feed our people into bonus. We're going to be um, giving them inspiration. We're singing on that day. We're doing positive hip-hop on that day. We're doing wellness dancing on that day. Brother, we have to do all the different levels for our people. So this is the movement. That's what's up. But now, wait a minute, wait a minute. What about this rumor that brothers don't know how to cook? Are you, I mean, are you going to be supervising all that? That sounds like a whole nice meal right there. Now, wait a minute. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be in North Carolina. You mean to tell me y'all going to be throwing down like that? That's how we throw down Oh, brother, we, we throwing down. We throwing down Saturday night into Sunday morning, into Sunday afternoon. I got my squad getting formed as we speak. Okay, and my soldiers and soldiers are coming together to throw down all through the weekend to get ready for Sunday. So we're going to be feeding people to wellness. Some are going to be taking that only eating that night, but they're taking dinners for the next two days for their for their work, so they can have lunch on Monday and Tuesday. They they're ripping containers and rim bags and forks and apples so they can take food with them for the next two days. And when that day happens, Kaya, and we we blitz and we make it happen, every soldier that believes in his work, they're leaving with their flies to promote and get ready for the Thursday because the Thursday we're kicking off the first 21-day cycle of the cleanse, which is going to lead up to after 21 days, we're going to then kick off the training. So those that decide to take the walk with us and do 21 days and do the training, we're going to bless them 
on that night, and then we're going to do a ceremony for them on that following Thursday. So those that did not make it on Sunday, they're giving up the flyers, they're on Facebook or Twitter, they're on the phone spreading the word, and we're coming back to the National Black Theater on that Thursday spreading the word. And so now the National Black Theater, this is Ali. We have to be willing to the people. I'm backing and supporting you. You have a location that you can come every week to feed the people, to do the workshops. I got your back. Queen comes to Harlem. They said Khan comes to Harlem back in the day, the movie. But Khan comes to Harlem. Queen comes to Harlem, everyone. The time has come. <laughs> but not only in Harlem, brother. This is a dream come true. It's the world. <laughs> it's that bionic. That's that bionic man right there, son. That's what we call it now. And we call it that bionic when you make a power move. You know, we don't spend all this energy running up down the East Coast put money in the CIA's back pocket, you know, running drugs. Now it's time we start running them down the East Coast, running this healing. You know what I'm saying? That's right. Okay, well, look, I got some people on the line. I want anybody who got a comment, question, or feedback, don't let Kaya dominate the whole call because we got to get off of here in about 25 minutes. So please call in 347-205-9089. You are still rocking with the best. This is Original Native Radio dot com. Um, you need to get over to QueenOfFood.com, one of our proud sponsors and partners tonight, and get your advance ticket ASAP. Get your advance ticket. Go ahead and pay for your book ahead of time. Go ahead and pay for your dinner ahead of time so you can come in there hungry because I want you to come back to the show next week and let me know what the food was tasting like. I want you to look on the camera and wave and hold your fork up to the camera and be like, Kaya, you should have came up from North Carolina and uh, tried this out. So, uh, wait a minute. I think I smell some watermelon going on right now around here. Kinda, uh, oh, shucks. I got some city of wellness over here in Jersey right now, Ali. Be careful. <laughs> so, look, let me open up the um, – I got I, I got a couple people on the line waiting to come in. Um, Dr. Bernadette Sheridan, I got you, but one moment before I bring you on, I got a caller from the 215 that's been holding the queue for a second. Caller from the 215, your mic is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Hey, this is a dream come true. <laughs> we got Phyllis in Philadelphia please. in the building. What's going on there, there? Uh Everything, it sounds like. I think I might actually have to go to uh, New York or send my son up there. I'm, like, so excited about all the information. I just was talking to him, like, look, you might be going somewhere on the 29th, so don't make no plan. <laughs> you know? My son is 17, but still, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm I'm loving the information. It's so needed. I mean, these are things that I think people know has kind of been on the hush or on the back burner, and no one wants to, you know, I'm just, I mean, I love Clean Up Food. I've been a fan of Clean Up Food since I was 13. So, you know, it's just, it's great. I'm I'm very excited. I just wanted to say thank you. That's it. Absolutely. Love and light. Thank you. Your story about your daughter was very touching. I know a lot of men in that situation, and it doesn't always, and I know men who fight, 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 fight for their children. So I don't, I don't know too many that don't. And that's the craziness. You hear that these men don't, Want to be parents, but I don't. I can't think of any that I know that that haven't fought. I mean, hard battles back and forth to court, craziness, and it's 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 it's, it's ridiculous. So your story was just very touching. I understood where you were coming from, and I applaud you 
for your perseverance, and you are definitely reaping the rewards now. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you. That's one of the soldierettes right there, son. I'll leave you a. Hey, I got. A, I told you I got some stallions I had not brought out of the stable yet, didn't I? Didn't I, didn't I tell you that? <laughs> yes, yes, brother. Yes, you see fully. Right, right. And she and uh, she's one of them soldierettes where if you try her in the parking lot at Walmart, she's gonna teach you a quick lesson about you done made a grievous error in the victim selection process. Right. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? We all. We believe in educating the perpetrator. We don't want to just call the police right away. They may take too long to get here. We're going to give you an early education real quick, you know what I'm saying, some dislocations and, you know, maybe a few other things. Um, we're going to do it with love, though. We're going to do it with love, though, because our intent is just to, you know, we're going to, we're, going to, we're going to pick you up after we knock you down and say, look, you should never did that. You know, I'm going to give you we got we got we got similar lineages. I'm just gonna bow to you. I mean, I'm not I'm not helping you. I'm just asking. I'm just to keep it moving. This is true too. But sometimes you know you got you get that one chance. Sometimes get that one chance. That's it. No more. It's one. But hey, we won't. We we want the soldierettes to come out, uh, Ali, don't we? Because uh, they're gonna need to see that the men who showed up in soldier form and put their flags to the side to know that it was more about the healing than it was about their chest being pumped out. Right, Ali? You already know. And not, not only that, um, I told, I'm telling the system to take women. I'm, I'm going to go a step further, okay? First and foremost, the women are the backbone of every movement, period. And every church, there's a 75% women, 25% men. Um, my same thing applies. Um, uh, you you are, the, are the backbone of the whole entire holistic industry in terms of beauty and products and, that, and, and, and dietary supplements, etc. Everybody marks everything to you all. You are the goddess and the queens and the most amazing. And so knowing that, I'm telling the sick women that's going to Queen's training, I said, listen, beloved, it's on Sunday. This is the one's Grammys. When you come on Sunday, you are the ancient woman. You are the lotus woman. You are the woman of the, you are beyond the woman of the geisha. You are beyond the commerce woman. You are the original woman. You, are, you go back and look at the, the piece of cam. I want your eyes dead. I want your hair done. I want you to put the white back on, your nails done, your henna. You've got to look amazing. You have to look so beautiful that these men see the most amazing goddesses, and they're inspired by what they see. And I'm telling them that, and I'm saying, don't be going shopping last minute. Prepare now. Because on Sunday, when they see you, they see the most amazing royal woman. I'm telling them then, get your hair cut now. Go get your whites clean and fresh and looking sharp. Be suited and booted. Get your nails cut. Because on Sunday, the same thing applies. Because when these men and women come on this day and they see um, those that have gone to Queen's training looking amazing, you have to look so powerful, so amazing. They're inspired by how you look. Because how we're going to get the people into wellness, my brother, is when we approach them, we're looking fly. We're looking swagged out. We look, but we're looking royal. And we have our culture. We're looking strong and powerful. And when they look at us and look at the scene, our strength and power and our beauty, they want to be a part of that. And so, yes, my, my soldiers, my, my, my powerful queens, my warriors, my alliances, you all are going out there telling your husband, your boyfriend, your brother, your uncle, and your father, your son, I need you to be here Sunday. You say to them, let's get serious here, okay? Let's get serious here. I need you to get some these tonics. This is a dream come true. Okay? I want, I, want, I want you to make sure that that you come. We get some play, some play packs on your knees. Okay? Let's the time has come. This is not a lecture of us speaking to you. This is a day where we're going to be engaging with you. Okay? So this day is a day of activation. It's not the next lecture in the, in the PowerPoint presentation. No, 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 no. On this day, we're doing what? 
activation. We're doing the visual. We're doing the audio learning. We're doing what goes into your body. All the knowledge sounds so good, but if you can't taste the wellness, we're not hitting the right note. If you can't drink the wellness, we're not hitting the right note. If you can't hear the wellness through the positive hip-hop in the song, we're not hitting the right note. If you cannot see visually beauty and power and strength, we're not hitting the right note. So on that day, you're going to see all of the of the five and six senses being being um, enlightened and being and being satisfied on that day. And so, yes, my brother, you're right and exact. Chopping them down around here, chopping them down. So look, also I want to give a special shout out to my man, my hot fish. I'm giving you a straight challenge to put your put your place in the face, my hot fish. You make sure you get there. I want you to holler at my man Ali. He's going to make sure he check you in to make sure that you showed up representing for Coach Kair. So I'm sending a couple of my little young soldiers up there who will be listening on the airwaves. I want to make sure I put you up in the building. They don't have that Mufasa uh, 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 long hair, but they got that Young Simba, though. I got a program uh, called the Young Simba Program, Get Your PhD Before You're 30. So anybody that's out here listening on the live show right now or on the download, and you're part of Kyrie's Young Symbol Program, get your PhD before you're 30, and you representing Black Wednesdays out of North Carolina A&T State University, you know how it goes down. If you got someone that's D.E. Cookley training, then you already understand what your assignments are. The man said be suited and booted, but make sure you got that warrior mode in place. And we're not showing up just trying to kick the dick and thinking you're just going to show up and try to get some booty. You're going to go in there and get some healing and let this brother bless you on the inside and out. So make sure you represent Salute that brother. He, he he might even, if you qualify, he might even show you the new the new soldier handshake we got. You know what I'm saying, Ali? Don't get everybody, Ali. You know, <laughs> just for you know, just just for that select few. But without further ado, though, I want to make sure everybody goes ahead and put their hands together for another one of those uh, scholars and beings of light and the radically cognizant that's going to be in the building, Miss Bernadette. Dr. Sheridan, your microphone is wide open. How are you doing tonight? Good evening. Greetings and blessings to everyone. I'm just here multitasking and drinking it all in, and I would say that I'm very impressed, but I know what they're going to get on Sunday. I know they're <laughs> going to get the best of everyone. Um, so I'm just going to give you the 30-second benediction because I know you have a lot of people in the queue. For those of you who don't know who I am, uh, it's my pleasure to attend on Sunday uh, for for a variety of reasons. Number one, Harlem is my home. I'm a project girl that got out of the projects in the uh, 70s, and I'm an Ivy League trained and classically trained physician. I'm board certified. Uh, I have a lot of patients. And um, I cannot tell you how important this information is for us. I can't, I can't begin, but I'm going to try. Uh, I'm going to try my best on Sunday because um, what we don't know uh, is literally killing us. And I'm telling you, from someone that watches people uh, go from the conversation to the dialysis machine to the heart attack to the strokes and to the heart attacks, that so we have to get it. We better get it because if we don't get it, we as the physicians, we can we can fix you after you're broke. But the, the key to this is preventing needing us in that way. Uh, and it, it is so important because the family unit is fractured. Um, 
these illnesses, these chronic illnesses of which we speak, are at epidemic proportions, and I get to watch people die every day. And I have a full armamentarium of medications that I can use, and I have a full armamentarium of specialists that are waiting to stint your coronary arteries and put you on a dialysis machine and cut off limbs and help you to, to stay from being blind. And it's not our fault. That's what we're trained to do. So um, my goal, and I, I've been in the same zip code for 30 years, even though you wouldn't think that, but I've been in Brownsville, East New York, slash Canarsley for 30 years. Um, and I'm telling you that it is very important that we prevent things because we have a whole new generation of sick children turning into sick adults. And this is the first generation that, as William Jefferson Clinton said, our former president, we are going to bury our children. They're not going to bury us. We're burying them. Uh, I see new type 2 diabetics under the age of 21 every day. Um, Ali Terrain, uh, I know you're still there, and I thank you so very much for giving me that CD because I'm a translator. My job is to try to make an unpleasant system understandable and believable, and I listened to that CD maybe since the time you gave it to me 10 times. At least 10 times, and you can believe me when I tell you that I have better things to do and other things to do. But it was so powerful, and it's powerful because it translates the problem into a language that young people can understand. So my job, on, it has changed the focus of my talk, because I can stand there in front of everyone like the Grim Reaper and um, spout statistics that will make your hair curl, but that's not what I'm going to do. I'm going to try my best to to use um, Supernova's uh, CD, which is, you know, a, 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 A in my book, and translate it in, and interface it with what I know in medicine to be true. And I believe in this so, so strongly that I'm inviting my friends in the medical community come and sit down and listen because we have all come to the conclusion that medicine alone won't fix you. I mean, we can fix you. After the stint and you wind up taking 15, 16 pills a day, we can fix you. After the heart attack... After you're blind and you have to take five or ten different pills a day to just preserve your sight, we can fix you. But it's important that you understand that it is all connected and that we must take responsibility to fix ourselves. Uh, And on that note, I'm going to, you know, I could ramble on and on and on, and I know our time is precious, so I'm just going to say not $20 is not too much to spend. Uh, on something that is life-changing. I will also say I have tasted Ali Terrain's food. I have badgered him and uh, and and put the put put the gun to his head practically to have him deliver his product, which we love so much. So you're going to be well fed. Hopefully, you will be fed mentally. You will be fed spiritually. You will be fed physically, and you will leave with a different understanding, with eyes open, so that you can. Um, check the things that you consume, as Supernova says in his CD, and understand the meaning of the word nutricidal. I don't know if he made that word up himself or he found it somewhere, but it's so potent. Nutricidal is basically foods that do you harm or foods that contribute to your early demise, and we do it every single day. So on that note, I'm done. I'm really done for the moment. Oh, no, 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 no. Yesterday I had to introduce Ali 
to my particular style, and uh, I'm the air traffic controller. And uh, here, the name of our airlines is called Team Success, where teamwork makes the dream work. So um, we definitely respect your accolades, but you still got to put in a little bit of work for those for those of my listening audience because here I believe in tips, tools, and techniques where when somebody's listening, that they can walk away and within five or ten minutes they can use some methodology that they have received from the call. So I'm going to rely on you by my next question to give us something that is pertinent with us, you know, for that somebody, it may just be one person on this call that is listening that may be able to uh, draw from some uh, from some wisdom that you have to share. And as wow. me and Ali found out yesterday, well, I mean, we already knew it, but he was like, okay, so, yeah, you brought this sister with you, you brought this brother with you. I said, man, I didn't know who was going to be coming over here. I didn't know that this brother was going to be walking and he stayed down the street and yada, 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 and everything was in divine time. So I wanted you to please... Um, and I'm and I'm really setting you up because I have a, a healing show on Tuesday night that I definitely would like for you to um, tune in if you can or even catch the archive with Dr. Nardi, Dr. Maxwell Nardi from Ghana. Um, I I, I uh, subscribe him as a take Dr. Africa and Dr. Sabian and put them together and put them on steroids. Mm, mm, mm. Well, I'm so, going to tell you that you know I'm not even supposed to be here. The only <laughs> that I got on this call in the first place is I'm clearing out some clutter in my computer and I looked and I said, she's on? Let me see if I can catch just to listen to them because this is probably all done. And I hear, you know, Ali doing what Ali doing best. And Queen Afua is my, I call her my sister from another mother. We prayed for each other. She prayed for a conventionally trained doctor that would help her um, validate her work. And I prayed for someone who would help me to incorporate things that are way back in my island DNA um, from my grandma and my great-grandma that was never taught to me or trained to me conventionally. So we are, you know, you know, you know, we're the original, you know, ride-and-die sisters. We really and truly, when we are in each other's space, um, everything melts away, and the only thing that sits on the table is we want to make a difference by, as Malcolm X used to say, whatever means necessary. So I'm, it is divinely ordained that I'm here because I'm supposed to be here. I should be out of the door going home. No, 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 no. Ali, we don't agree with that, do we? We don't agree with that. We know that you, the creator got you right here for a reason. So now, what is your, in the medical uh, profession, they are, you know, a very diverse uh, field. What is your particular specialty or what do you love to do? What have you been trained to do? You're board certified in what? I'm a family doctor. That's all oh, I ever wanted to be, and that is what I am. That is the nurturer, the nurturer. Absolutely, I'm, I'm, um, I'm deep into the concept of family, because the more you know, and so therefore I swing in many different circles. I swing in the circle of internal medicine. I swing in the circle of, uh, fam of pediatrics. I swing in the circle of obstetrics and gynecology and geriatrics, simply because. We take them in this office from the cradle to the grave, and we get to sit and see because I don't move around. I'm in the same place for 30 years. I get to see the transition of those who I can snatch out and those who will not hear me. And, I, you know, because, you know, there's storyteller in me and there's, um, you know, there's, there's the connector in me, I connect many people to 
many different things just because I'm a family doc, and I don't do nothing different than anybody else except that watching the statistics um, are so frightening that that makes me passionate to know everyone has their place. I am not a policymaker. That's what we have a president named Obama for. I am not, you know, a legislature. None of those things. What I am and what I've always wanted to be and what I do is trying to keep the family unit healthy. And I understand that a nation is as healthy as its women. And the family unit is as healthy as the children we produce. And if the, if the children are not healthy, the nation is sick. And I'm telling you for a fact that we're sick. So that's what I do. I'm, you know, I'm, again, conventionally trained. I went to Johns Hopkins undergrad. I went to University of Buffalo. I'm, you know, I'm board certified, you know, top doctors for the last seven years. And I say that not to brag. I just say that to say that with all of that, I understand that I need something else to help me, help my, the people that I take care of. And right now, you know, we can fix a broken, a broken vessel, but I would so much not want the vessel to be broken in the first place. So if you're asking me to drop to drop a tip, um, you know. Oh, I got a specific question for you. Hold on, I got the I got the alley oop for you. I I got the offense. I want you to tell my listening audience. I was listening to one of Dick Gregory's. Um, he he was just on Know the Ledge Radio um, last week, and I was listening to the archive today. A lot of us we have shows coming on at the same time, and a lot of people come and um, listen to the archives. And so we try to leave these seeds for them. Could you talk? And he talked about there are no dialysis machines in Africa because they don't need them because the kidneys are being burned up through anger. So I want you to just give. So let's say I got a 15 year old or a 20 year old, and you can speak to them in their language about the importance of nurturing, calming down, and and just dispelling away from anger so they can preserve the kidneys. You can just give me just that little bit right there. Well, um, I have not heard Dick Gregory speak in a very long time, but he is a visionary in his own time. I mean, he, like Queen Afua, did things when things were not popular. Um, It is, um, you know, it's a given fact. It's a given fact that the mind does control the body. The problem is it is with us conventionally trained doctors that we need, you know, we need numbers that start to look bad for us to be convinced of things concrete. What I mean to say is um, I'm probably the reason why there are not a lot of people in Africa on dialysis is, is a multifactorial reason. And probably state of mind and anger has something to do with it. But I would figure the African, first of all, the mortality rate is that is very much higher, except in places like Bushwick and Harlem, where the mortality rate of black males approaches those of people in Bangladesh, believe it or not. But put that on the side. Um, probably the reason that he said that statement is the life expectancy is so much lower in um sub-Saharan Africa than it is here, number one. And, you know, it has to do with diet. You can get away with eating bad food longer if your diet is, if if you're more active than you are over here. We have the triple, triple whammy. Um, for for kidney disease, since that's what you asked me about, of being one moment, one moment, one moment, one moment. We have one minute before the stream stops in the chat room, 
So if you're listening online, you need to call in before um, before the stream stops. Three four seven two zero five nine zero eight nine. Three four seven two zero five nine zero eight nine. You need to call in if you want to catch the last bit of this jewel and rule and tool that the sister is giving out right now. I do apologize for interrupting your wisdom. Please continue. Not a, not a problem. I think part of the reason why um, you see that much kidney disease over there has it's two different two different populations, but the same genetic fingerprint. In other words, we came from over there, so our genetic fingerprint is not a whole lot different, translated through a different life experience. The problem is, except for the, you know, the big cities like Lagos, Nigeria, Johannesburg, South Africa, and places that approach our urban experience, the diet is totally different. They don't eat a lot of meat. They don't live very long. Um, they have different factors that have to do with how their kidneys work. Over here on the other side of the pond, our problem is our our diet is sad. The standard American diet is very, very sad. We suffer from the genetic predisposition to something called hypertension. So, therefore, our kidneys are much, much more at risk than everyone else's. Plus, a lot of us have the genetic fingerprint of diabetes that expresses itself earlier and earlier and earlier because of the food we eat. So if you want me to drop you a pearl, here's the pearl. Check yourself out for a chronic kidney disease by going to your doctor and having a simple blood and urine test on the frequent. And that's the that's the that's the that's the prescriptive. But the solution and the remedy is we must, we must, we must change the way we eat. And then we need to change the way we think. And then, if you pardon the bad English, we all need to slow the hell down. We need to slow down. Um, anger is, we could talk about that and angry issues on both sides of the gender gap uh, for a long, long time way past what's, you know, relevant to this telephone conversation. But if you want a pearl, a real pearl, change the way we eat. And if we change the way we eat, believe it or not, some of that anger-related, stress-related things that poison our body will go down because guess what? It's all about chemicals. You know, I, re- I Queen, Queen and I bat this back and forth all the time. The glucose molecule and the cocaine molecule are almost superimposable. They look very much alike. They're just a couple of carbons different. If you And I'm going to bring that graphic picture so everybody can understand that there's a reason why sugar is a drug. There's a reason why, you know, um, stress or your ability to deal with stress is different from different people. I'm not saying the stress in your life is going to go away, but you will be able to handle it a whole lot differently if you change the chemical composition of what you feed yourself. And I think that's what that's what Dick Gregory and the and the, the Dick Gregories and the Queen of Fuas um, have been talking about long before it became popular. And you do not. And here's the other thing: you all those become. Y'all don't need to become total, 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 total vegetarians. It is a process to go from point A to point B. Do a little bit every single cycle, every single minute, every single day, and understand that the food we eat and the air we breathe 
and the water we drink has an effect on how we are. And that's my pearl. Mm, but oh, you know what we do around here? We let them. We sound them. We believe in. We believe in sounding them off. I'm a little behind, but I want to definitely um, thank you for coming on, Doctor Sheridan. And um, this is just all in divine order because not just only to support Queen what she has going on. But the brother that's coming on tomorrow, the founder of Symptometry, which some people have never heard, a lot of the planet has never heard of it, um, even teaches that research extends until infinity. And and you know that when you are in your line of work that there's always um, new developments that are coming that are maybe outside of the FDA. Like if you mm-hmm. wait for the FDA to come for a cure for cancer, you're going to be in trouble. You're going to well, be a skeleton. You have to remember there's money in sickness. There's more there's money, money in, in sickness, sickness than, than is in wellness. Yes. Dick Gregory said, too, he said, he said there's money in sickness and no money in the truth. So I definitely um, would like to uh, get in contact with you off air, get your email address, and send you, the Downside of Nutrition by Dr. Maxwell Nardi, because you sound like a potential symptometrist, and we are looking for a 1,000 doctors by the year 2015. And you will be very, very surprised at the volume of work that this brother has on root cause therapy. Going to the cellular level to do the ionization of the blockage, removing the plaque, because that's what, that's the big problem is God didn't give us a system to remove the ex, the excess lactic acid in our body. Well, see, here's and, the thing, sir. Here's here's the thing. The two the the two disciplines have to come together. That the the holistic community and the medical community, the traditional medical community, have to find a way to interface because all that stuff is wonderful. But if we cannot put it in a way that it hits more than just a select few, you need the things called clinical trials. And that's a different conversation for a whole different time. That's something that Queen and I tried on a little teeny tiny scale here in Brooklyn, New York, to show that doing certain things would affect certain outcomes because that is the bottom line that is recognized. And when that bottom line gets broken through, eventually, no matter how much they try to suppress it, it will get broken through. Then you have funding. Then you have ways that people who just have very limited resources can access that knowledge, information in a practical way. And because most of what's done is not profit-driven, what you do is not profit-driven. What Queen does is certainly not profit-driven. My time is not profit-driven because doctors don't talk for free. Uh, So my point is, I welcome the day. I will read anything you send me, but I welcome the day when these two things interface because until they do, we're always going to have that great divide that her and I and other people are trying to bridge. On that note, guys, I'm going to say peace and blessings. Dr. Sheridan is going home. I'm still in my office. I'm going home. (laughs) Travel safely. I certainly will, and I hope to see... Many, many people in the village of Harlem on Sunday. She let the Gatling gun off on bad health. <laughs>
some bad habits around there. That was Dr. Bernadette Sheridan. Make sure you all are, and make sure your faith is in the place on Sunday, April the 29th, 2012. Ali, how you feeling over there? You all right? Brother, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm here. I get thanks and praise. <laughs> all right. We definitely want to congratulate you, like I said, for just, you know, um, being in this and supporting and, and making the transition. You know what I'm saying? Making the transition against statistics where, oh, man, well, the father wasn't there, the mama had to do it by herself, and then it just, you know, it was, it's not going down. You know, it can't be successful. And then all of a sudden we throw for the Ali the mayor up in the building and be like, hold up, you know what I'm saying? We got some we got some evidence on the contrary over here. This brother got a big T-shirt on with a big S on his chest for success. You know what I mean? You can call him Superman, but we're gonna call him we're gonna call him successful. So, brother, what I want you to do is um I want you to close out and um give him the address. But right before you give him the address, I want you to drop that jewel on him. Oh yeah, everybody, we will be doing part two. This is only part one. We'll be doing part two Friday at seven o'clock. Friday at seven o'clock. If you are interested in the North Carolina uh, webinar, please go to Original Native Radio, OriginalNativeRadio.com, and on the email and the name, just put your name in your email and then a little comment box and just put down Queen Afua or you can put down Man Heal Thyself or interested in the webinar, and I get that information back to you by Wednesday to let you know where we're going to be at in Fayetteville and uh, possibly maybe Charlotte as well. But, Ali, I want you, when I was leaving yesterday, you started talking about crack took us out and chlorophyll going to bring us back. Let the, uh, <laughs> drop, that on, drop that on us right there. Come on now. You know, I like, you know we like a rhyme now. I told you, I don't, we didn't have mad hip-hop. We hip-hop based <laughs> over here, so we can keep it metaphysical. We, we are hip-hop based. So please that's let right, us know that's right. that whole, that, the whole, that whole concept behind yeah, behind crack, you know what I'm saying? Ricky Ross and, you know, Frank Lucas, and it's all this talking about how much crack they had and stuff like that. But what about chlorophyll? So please, you know, run that down for us. Um, my brother, definitely, I received that fully. Um, first of all, thank you for having me on the show tonight. We thank Queen of Food for coming on the show. We thank Donna Farr and um, Dr. Sharon for also being a part of the movement and um, helping to strengthen this work. And on Friday, also, Supernova is going to more likely be on the show with Queen on Friday, going deeper with the hip-hop piece. Um, and so we, today we, we covered so much ground. So, brother, Yes, I salute you. And also, let, let them also be aware, as I close out, let them also be aware that you are also tonight or maybe this week, you're launching um, the products, right? You will also be carrying the products with the books and the charts and the tools. They can get their, their chlorophyll now going forward, correct, through your website? That's my question to you, Kaya. Is, is that launching tonight or when is that launching where your community can now buy the products as well? Is that happening tonight or later on, later on in the week or next week? When is that being launched? Oh, um, as soon as as soon as we have um, as soon as we have the photos for the books as well, um, that'll be up. You know, I would love for it to be up tomorrow. I'm leaving New York, Jersey tonight. Uh, I'll be arriving. Okay, back so yeah, Carolina. let's go before, yeah, before the week is out. Before the week is out, they'll be able to get their tools. But um, so everyone, um, once again, as Kaya said, it's going down at the National Black Theater, 2031 Fifth Avenue, New York, New York, right in um, Harlem, about a block and a half from the Apollo Theater. 3 p.m. Um, to 8.30 p.m. this Sunday. Come on through. Doors open at 2.30. We're going to be doing the webinar. Um, so it's $15 to webinar. You can go to queenfour.com, www.quenafua.com, 
Queen of Four.com to get your tickets tonight and um, be a part of our community, get your books, get your tools, okay? Um, also, everyone, to close out with the with the philosophy of the, uh, uh, oh, should I also give my number to that? If they need to call us tonight, they can reach us. Should I also give the number? Is that okay? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. A uh, big up yourself, a uh, website, phone number, all of that. Yeah, totally. If you have any further questions, you know, we want us to go for a one-on-one, you want a consultation, or you have more further questions outside the show, you can call us tonight or first thing tomorrow morning around 10 at 718-221-4325. Again, 718-221-4325. Or we say 221-H-E-A-L, heal. <laughs> so you can call us tonight. We're the lines are open. I'll call us first thing tomorrow. We're going to answer all your questions. Call us on crack. Um, in the 80s, in the 70s, in the 60s, Crack cocaine started in the black community, but it, it took over um, mainstream, really in the black community, in every urban community all through America in the 80s. My father um, got caught up in that era, between the 70s and 80s, okay? And he is a warrior. He's revolutionary. He's into the Europe of faith. He's into his, his warriorship, martial arts, etc. But a lot of black men got caught up. He got caught up. And so through the, the era of crack and cocaine, he was one of the words, the one of the fallen comrades that got put up in that era. And as he, one of the lines my brother has in his song, Call from a Crack, so we're dealing with two C's, actually three C's, actually. Uh, we're dealing with the the, uh, the, the, the the C of the coke and the crack. We're dealing with the C of the candy, and we're dealing with the C of the chlorophyll. My journey growing up, I was I was actually addicted. Me and my brother Stuart was addicted to the C of candy. And Queen didn't really know that we was addicted to sticking and eating candy all when we was younger. We taught her later on in life when we was in college. Oh, Queen, guess what? When we was doing workshops, we was sneaking to the corner store eating candy. So we was having our candy. We had that seat. My father, when we used to visit him, he's in his room taking his seat, doing his cooking crack, okay? And then we was with my mom's. She making sure before we go to school, we have the other seat, the chlorophyll. So Noah did a song called They Don't Understand My Life. It's like chlorophyll and crack. It's like chlorophyll and crack. Mama was a healer. Daddy was a, a dealer. Chlorophyll and crack. Chlorophyll and crack. Um, mama trying to heal man. Father don't give a damn. Chlorophyll and crack. Chlorophyll and crack. So he goes into the full story of what happened growing up. So I told my brother yesterday that we are the mother's warriors. We're the ones bandits. <laughs> we're the ones cowboys. We're not the cocaine cowboys, okay? So as, as, as the coke rap is now big with Rick Ross and Lil Wayne, we are counteracting that. Send me launching a new video called Holistic Wellness, the Mr. Statement. When you see this video, you get it. I need you to put that video out to all your networks because this video will be going straight to BT, VH1, and it's discussing the issue of holistic wellness with hip-hop and what we got to do when disease tells stuff to come knock at your door. And the doctor gave up and can't help you no more. You can't squeeze no trigger with arthritis in your finger, soldier. You can't get it up when it's time for sex. Cancer is in your organ, man. I know that can't feel good. All that drinking, drugging um, took away your manhood. Health is an issue homes when our lungs collapse in. We can no longer feed our family off the auto wrap in. D-Max got cancer for March 2 We lost prodigy uh, through sickle cell. I mess up the lyrics right now, but you get where I'm going. Nova's coming on Friday. I'm giving you a little prelude to what we're talking about with the mess, what the platform is. So bottom line is, they don't understand my life. It's got a close on crack. My soldiers, my comrades, warriors rise up. Warriors stand up. Sunday, the 29th April is going down. Kaya, I salute you, soldier. You're the air traffic controller. Welcome to the nation of lungs. Hey, it's my honor to be here. It's my honor to be here. You know what I'm saying? This is a dream come true. Ah, 
I gotta give you three horns on that one right there. <laughs> you sound the alarm around here. <laughs> we hit it for the knowledge, the wisdom, and the understanding around here to make sure, you know what I'm saying? There's no doubt left in the ethers for what we represent. You know, this yes, is a yes, galactical this is a galactical broadcast. Like uh Blue and Rail Zedfield said, This is not a radio show. This is a galactical message that we send out to like minded and uh, light-shining, light-wielding Jedis like yourself and like me and like the soldier as Nailhead and everybody else who called in tonight, um, you know, the um, the Prince's Layers and the Queen our fools. Your brother, he's going to have to give us one of them joints in a, in a verse. I'm not that good. Maybe with the pen I might be able to write something, but I'll be talking to you. No, I don't uh, I can, I just put a request line in. I know what a dope beat is or what a good lyric is, but... Don't come to me for that. Come to me for some of my other expertise. But <laughs> I definitely, definitely salute you tonight and appreciate it. I, um, I'm glad all had a good time tonight. I'm glad every. I'm glad Queen will make it. I'm glad Diana Far can make it. Um, I'm gonna see can I get in touch with uh, Lord Strayhorn and see can he come on tonight? I mean, uh, Friday. Uh, big shouts out to Lord Jamal from Brand Newbie, and he was on the show earlier tonight before you came on. Um, I'm gonna see can I get him to do a repeat. On Friday, we want to have it action packed. You know, I want to do my part um, to let to to let the message get out. I'm gonna be posting this on Facebook. Like I said, everybody needs to be going over to QueenAfua.com. Get on over there. You gotta be in it to win it. You ain't gonna just be sitting there and just read good health into your body and just. And I'm a big meditator, but you ain't gonna meditate it into your body either. You're gonna have to do something and make some changes, and you're gonna have to be very assertive about these changes. Um, if I could get into, if I wanted to go into it astrologically, it's a whole lot of reasons why you better tighten up and fly right, as we say down here in the South, because the decisions that you're making right now with Saturn and retrograde going through Libra are going to affect your next 29 years. Let me repeat that again. The decisions that you're going to be making last month, last week, yesterday, tomorrow, Next week, next month are going to affect the next 29 years. And the example I give is what type of concrete did you lay down? It's easy to lay down concrete, but it's hard to get it up. Just like when you get your intestines all tore up because you got all this fecal matter in there. Uh, Elvis Presley died with 70 pounds of fecal matter inside his stomach. John Wayne died with 50 pounds of fecal matter inside his stomach. He was actually what? Full of shit. And a lot of us are going to be the same way if we don't make some type of quantum change. We must make a quantum change as we shift from paradigm to paradigm. Now, there has to be a, tra- there has to be a transition. Me and Dr. Nardi were talking just yesterday about you put on your turn signal before you shock the cells. You're not going to be able to wait till the last minute. You know what I'm saying? Don't be like, them old European Christians that think you're just going to go to the church when you heard Jesus was on the way. Oh, okay, I just want to get my health right all of a sudden overnight. They don't make those pills. Ali, have you ever heard of one of those pills, a little overnight salvation in, um, in the health care? Okay, what's it, brother? I said, have you ever heard of some kind of an over, overnight solution? Like if somebody doesn't want to do the work and they're, not really, and they're not willing to put the work in to make the transition in their own personal health and wellness, because they're looking for just a one-shot deal. I can just put one pill, and I'll wake up in the morning, and I'll be healthy, wealthy, and wise. Have you ever seen that? 
Well, with your brother, you have yesterday at the house. <laughs> we did it yesterday. It was right now healing. And we got, when I came right away, it's good just to talk about the platform, but Queen System is all about information activation. Information mm-hmm. activation. And that, that's a little principle. So when y'all left yesterday, I made sure that they had the reference screen for the lungs right away and the green light for the, for, the, for, the, for the cell builder so that when you leave, you could be, a brand, you could be brand new. I tell people, listen, when we do the Thursday at the National Black Theater, People that they don't want to come to the workshop, they can come just to get their free tonics because we're feeding people into wellness as well. And we're also doing the, the free platform of, of um, holistic soup line, doing free soups for those who can't afford um, vegan lifestyle on Thursday National Black Theater starting to kick off at the 29th. So those that are now believers and they want to come lo- locally and come out and hear information, we got the platform for them as well because we're not going to have it where if you don't have the money, you can't come to the workshop. Well, we, we have other tiers for them as well, my brother. You get what I'm saying? But we know that with the information and activation, we're going to get results. You feel me? So we said to them, if you don't believe, well, go, go home, cut up some lemons, squeeze that into some warm water, and that right away is going to cut through the, the mucus and, circle, and, uh, and the congestion. If you don't believe, take some ginger, put it in a pot, sleep that real quick, drink that, and in the morning you're going to have new circulation, that um, the, the, any blockage throughout the blood is going to be opened up. And that's just, that's just what you have in your refrigerator, okay? You, you don't got to buy the green life to get that result. That's in your refrigerator right now. So if they're, not, if they're non-believers, there's things that they look right in their cabinet, and they can do right away, but based on what's in their cabinet. You get what I'm saying, my soldier? So now we have, we have a, a platform of solution for everybody. Hey, the brother done said it like it is. We're going to see y'all Friday night, 7 o'clock, be here or be here. I ain't going to start with that be, uh, uh, be here or be square or be there or be square. Just be here. Make sure you got to get the information and get it activated, information activation. I like that right there because we got the jewels, tools, and the rules for you, the tips, tools, and techniques, and you're only getting it right here at Original Native Radio. And, oh, and by the way, we might add that special bonus for you after the 29th because we're working to do what we can to provide Queen on the air on Original Native Radio twice a month. We're really excited about that over here in my camp, Ali. So we're definitely looking forward to not only just kicking it off but maintaining the relationship and building on as we move through this new Aquarian age. Salute, salute. I'm going to go ahead and leave you all tonight with a little old school it's not that old school. I play it so much, it's almost old school to me. This is my people, Star, S-T-A-H-H-R. The two H's off the hip-hop. This goes out to the Queen Mother and all the sisters who's going to be supporting the brothers this weekend. And um, I don't know if you heard this cut already, Ali, but I want you to pay close attention to it. This is the Great Mother Flow. And we went ahead and jacked Rick Ross, and we dare him to say something. Dude.
telling the spirit Without a seance It's my nature fam Mother nature's plan Calling the four corners With a snake in hand Symbolically I am the tree Deep roots Many branches for the family As Kundalini rise Charging the left side Alternate nostril breathing Let the stress rise Aura like lavender Calm and soothe you Build and destroy Born to improve you Really simple, ain't it? Nothing new is ancient. Sacred sentences, cracking the coded matrix. Cocoa resin over charcoal, repelling ages, intoxicating every breath. White lotus fragrance. I am the great mother, I'm a, the cosmic womb, horses, source of light, ocean, sonic womb, ISIS, DNA, Himaya, the immortal Oya, stars alive, yeah. open portal. I am the great mother, I'm a, Cosmic moon horses, source of life, ocean, sonic boom, ISIS, DNA, Yamaya, of the immortal, Oya, stars aligned, yeah. open portal, first teacher, light breeder, bearing fruit, sharing truth, healing, taking care of you, mentally preparing you, the feds is the womb, passing some umbilical cord, one heart, one mind, one accord, birthing elos. As above, below, compliment the heroes to the point like zero. CEO, reflection in the moon, sun shining, original, not plagiarized. Heaven lies between us eyes, home on the throne where the king she belongs. Backbone, ride or live, survival imperative in natural order, love and honor. Morocco to California, in between, mother, daughter, all life begins in water. Sunflower, lotus bloom, honeysuckle, first womb, Jade crystal, moonstone, master self, move on. Copper arc, activate, opening the stargate, charging up the universe, spoke the name of God first. I am the great mother, I'm a, the cosmic womb, horses, source of life, ocean. Sonic boom, ISIS, DNA, Himaya, of the immortal Oya, stars alive, one year, open portal. I am the great mother, I'm a cosmic moon horses, source of life, ocean, sonic boom, ISIS, DNA, Himaya, of the immortal Oya, stars alive, one year, open portal, portal, portal.